0: It was the night before Christmas when all through the land, Fox News warned its viewers of a dastardly plan. The liberals were launching their war on the season to get rid of Christmas and commit acts of treason, uh, removing hilarious. decorations out of their sight, and telling you that that's Santa really and Jesus great. ain't white. Environmentalists who will come right after your son. I forgot to set my default. Hilarious. But let's go ahead and start. We can do the real show start, I guess, if we want to do the, the rockin' thing or whatever, but that's funny started off with a good laugh <laughs> i guess what you get when you when you're out when you're out two weeks you forget to do the one of the things that's important to starting the show is changing, making sure that the default one is changed or that you put the one that let the plane show start here we go there we go Four eight zero three forty one thirty one. That's nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. Just make sure to leave uh, your comment in the chat so I know uh, who is the one calling in and give your area code as well, just so I can you know, do a little bit of screening, so to speak. And uh, if you're, oh, you could also leave your comments in the YouTube chat, uh, Liberal Dane Radio on YouTube. Uh, I don't don't use the chat too much on Blog Talk Radio anymore. So if you're listening over on Blog Talk Radio, just come on over to the YouTube channel and you know. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, liking and subscribing is the best way to support the show. You can also support the show by being, being a Liberal Dan Radio patron, uh, patreon.com slash uh, or Patreon.liberaldan.com. Either way I get you there or buy me a cider, go to com, click the buy me a cider button. I'll bring you to the buymeacoffee.com slash radio page and you can uh, give me a one-time Uh, TIP, I guess, or you can just Venmo me just do it friends and family so we don't have to worry about fees because you're not buying anything for me. So it's just just donating the show. So um, And honestly, you know, if if you want to see more liberal band radio, like if you want me making more videos and and going live more often, uh, the best way to do that is, first of all, help me get to 1000 subscribers. If I get to 1000 subscribers, then I have enough viewership, which I think I should. Once I hit 1000 subscribers, I will be able to uh i'll be able to be monetized and that can get that ball rolling um also um what else i also uh was just you know you could be there could be more patrons more more buy me coffee buy me a cider, or whatever uh if you want more liberal Day radio uh that that's the best way to do it just get get me up to a thousand subscribers and that's what i'm trying to do uh Gibson media is in the chat Hello, gibson media i did see your your facebook message um i didn't have time to read through the entire thing that you sent me but i did see it um so i don't know if you wanted to if you were hoping to talk about that tonight i'm not sure if we'll get to that topic so to speak but uh maybe we'll see we'll see how it goes oh another thing i forgot to do when setting up the show is i set up the show for 15 minutes so let's extend this length of the show as well again Imagine all the things you forget to do when you're on a ship and not a boat, but a ship, you know, cause they're very picky about that. I guess boats carry things, ships don't. So I don't know why a submarine would then be a boat, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, Gibson media. It's always the same phone number. It's always nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. I'm a Let's not do calls yet. Let's go over a couple of things before we start getting into calls. Um, Stony, I've already subbed 324. You are a, no, not all hero, not all heroes went there, not all heroes wear capes. I promise, I'm still, I'm not still drunk from the cruise. Uh, there is, there are plenty of days there where I got a little intoxicated, but you know it is. Wait, sorry, again, it's not a not my line, so let, let me let Herr Donald say it.
1: It is what it is.
0: Thank you, Donald. So yeah, ships carry people. Boats uh, boats carry things. But wouldn't that isn't a submarine a boat? Isn't is an aircraft carrier a ship or a boat? I don't know. I think I think they refer to subs and submarines as a boat. Um I don't know. Uh, there, there was a lot, of, like, we went to the uh, 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 question and answer time with, like, the the person who's the head of the ship, but not the captain, I guess the person who's in charge of, like, uh, operationally, uh, all of the things going on, um, and one, one of the other people in, like, the fun group and the, the head cruise director or whatever, and all of them are there, and there are a lot of people in there asking all these questions about oh, how much voltage does the engine use, and what... what, what asking all sorts of nautical questions that I'm just we're just like nobody cares about this unless you're in the Navy already so um <clears throat> let's see a yacht is a boat but yacht carries people so I don't know I don't understand the difference between ships and boats is not enough it's like the the semantics of like I, I responded to that uh um Johnny Walker dread video and I, I, I mistakenly referred to Prison is jail or jail is prison. And, ooh, big horrible thing, you know, that you you call one the other. Terrible. Terrible it is. So, yeah, a submarine would be a U-boat, right? So, not a me-boat, but it's a U-boat. Sorry. Um, anywho, Magoo. So, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the things I was listening to this morning – um was with some of the arguments that were being made over uh, the whether or not student loans should be forgiven and the amount of student loans that should be forgiven now what i would love to happen in this case is i would love for some of the conservative justices to say something like you have the power to do it but only if you do it for everybody and all the all of the loans that are currently federally held like I would be like, you can't discriminate against who gets it. So you either do it for everybody, do it for nobody, and then Biden's like, okay, we'll I have the power. Whew, do it for everybody, and that would be just awesome sauce. But that's unlikely to happen. I, I do not have any faith that, that any conservatives on that. Although apparently um, Kavanaugh and Barrett uh, were questioning, I think, the standing that the uh, states would have in in bringing the lawsuit against uh against this like what why I, I always question why the states would have spending what business is it of the states to deter, to question whether or not uh Biden has the authority to go ahead and do that. It doesn't make any sense at all. But let's let's go ahead and play this week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's hypocrite of the week is Chief Justice John Roberts Who in questioning the attorneys in the case over student loan forgiveness He brought up the amount of money that it would cost As if that's relevant to the conversation at all The conversation is if the law allows it to happen Total spent shouldn't matter Of course for all federally held student loans The money was already spent So there would be no additional expenditures to forgive those loans I thought conservatives were textualists I guess they are only until they're not to see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan. And so first of all, I did my really best MicroMachines guy imitation, uh, elderly check to see how old you are. If you remember the, microm- if you remember, uh, the MicroMachines guy, you-, you might have hurt knees by now. Uh, so TV2 Live, shouts out to you. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Bill. Uh, Ms. P-Dubs, Bicycle Mike, Tim, anybody else I haven't said hello to? Hello to y'all. Hello to the Mod Squad, Aaron and Jolie. Um, Anyway, so one of the important points that that I think needs to be made there is simply over the fact that they're talking about how much it's going to cost. How much is it going to cost to forgive all these loans? whether or not it's the 10,000 or 20,000, depending on whether or not you get Pell Grants, whether or not it's the, or you got a Pell Grant, whether or not it's if it's just up to 20 or up to or the entire thing. In order for a loan to be forgiven by the federal government, it has to be held by the federal government, i.e., so like private loans don't count, um, other loans that aren't federally held don't count. Uh, but if, it, if it's currently, Federally held. If, if that loan is currently federally held, the expenditures have already been made. The money has already been spent, right? So if, if I loaned you money, or if I if I am if, if I'm the federal government and I buy a loan off of a private lender, you know who might have been servicing the student, federally subsidized student loans, I buy that loan, right? It doesn't cost me any additional money it doesn't i mean it might if i forgive the loan it might cost me like giving up interest payments but a lot of the people who are making student loan payments are not even making the full interest payments they're making their minimum payments based on their income is lower than the total amount of interest that accrues so every month the grown loan grows regardless of what their payment is of course we're in a loan payment pause right now because of a COVID B the lawsuit. Um but again, there's no expenditure required for the federal government to just be like, oh, this loan is forgiven. It doesn't cost the federal government any additional money. Period. None. No additional money is spent. So why is it even an argument? But according to the Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts, He was saying whether or not he was bringing up the amount of money as if the amount of money being forgiven is is relevant. If Biden was forgiving every single, like all trillion of student loan debt, or if he was trillions of student loan debt, or if he was forgiving, you know, a penny, that shouldn't matter. The question is whether or not Joe Biden has the authority under existing law to forgive loans. And we were in an emergency and it was a declared public state of emergency uh, under the laws as written by Congress. Clearly, they have the authority to do so, at least in my opinion. And, of course, that, that, that will ultimately be decided by the justices. But the justices are six to three conservatives. And they already have proven to be themselves to be an activist conservative court. So, as such, I don't expect them to... Uh, I don't expect them to be textualists here either, which, of course, will probably be uh, the subject of many uh, hypocrites of the week once this comes down, assuming it goes against Joe Biden and the presidency and the, the the defense and everyone else who's anticipating student loans to be forgiven. Now, my student loans would be forgiven. I did get a Pell Grant, so I am quite eligible for the 20 grand. Uh, according to the rules. But then again, that reduction of 20 grand doesn't reduce my payment any because the amount of my loans are so high that eliminating the the 20 grand is just like, meh, okay, I'm still paying. My minimum payment is still the same amount of money based off of that. Justice Roberts has over $600,000 in student loans. Justice Thomas over 300,000. I mean, there you go. Shouldn't that mean that they should ever accuse themselves if they have student loan debt? If it affects them, they should recuse themselves, right? (laughs) So Jeff Curry brings up the where's the beef lady. I don't know. I might have talked about this last night on the Nerdy Dan stream on Twitch, but just to change the subject for a second, because that reminds – there was something that reminded me of that. Last July, we went on a carnival cruise, and we were at brunch, and my son, my oldest son, ordered – a burger with bacon and lettuce only. So we said, so we were told the waiter, bun should be bun, patty, bacon, lettuce, bun, no sauce. Like he's weird. He doesn't like ketchup on his anything. So uh, of course he went to the bathroom when the, but then the food came and I looked at his burger and I'm like, that looks a little thin. It doesn't look, and so I picked it up and there was bacon and there was lettuce but there was no bun there was no burger it was just bun bacon and lettuce so instead of telling the waiter that hey you uh so tell the waiter hey you got this wrong can you please give him a bun I'm a burger for his bun uh i said we just i just recorded him as he sat down and he sits down he looks at the burger he kind of like glances around at it he lifts up the bun. He lifts up the bacon. He's like, where's the beef? <laughs> or where's my meat? And I'm like, where's the beef? So I'm like, he, he channeled the where's the beef lady. Although the, in her commercials, there was a little bit of beef. In his burger, there was none. So we're on this cruise heading to brunch. And we, on the way down there, I'm just like, I'm going to tell the waiter to not put burger meat on your on your burger again if you get a burger again. And he's like, no, don't do it. And so I didn't do it. Fine. We ordered the burger and we said the same thing. We said, we just want a patty and bacon, lettuce, no sauce, and on a bun. And he's like, okay. He writes it all down. He gets the burger. There's no patty again. Where's the beef again? For some reason, Carnival does not like to give my son burger meat in the burger, in the hamburgers. So it's hilarious. Anyway, back to the... Tim says the whole student loan thing is a tangled mountain of clothes hangers. Despite all the goodwill, it's going to be a mess for years. I'm sure it will be a mess for a while um, because, again, by forgiving student loans now, if every single penny of student loans were forgiven today, there's still student loans that are going to, be, that are going to generate um, from from this year because I don't think this semester student loans would count. Next semester, you're still not dealing with the ultimate problem, which is that college is way too expensive and, and requires you to go into a, amount of, a very large amount of debt to get an education when you should be able to get into education for much more much more cheaply i should say um bill, let's see bill free heck pay kids to go to school let the country get educated and fix stuff that would be great and jeff curry i'm i paid off my student loans i'm fine with those just being given absolutely absolutely correct it is it's the whole i had to suffer so you have to suffer too mentality is part of the craziness and the ridiculousness of conservatism. It's we had to deal with pain, so you have to deal with pain because that's what men do or that's whatever, whatever, you know, just like bullying, like bullying is a rite of passage. No, it's not. You should have the right as a student to not be bullied. But conservatives will be like, bullying is a rite of passage. Um, no. Of course, then the same conservatives that, you know, will talk about groomers or whatever uh will then also have will will be high fiving each other when some young kids, you know, is raped by their hot teacher, uh, because, oh, when I was a kid I would have loved to have banged her, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's irrelevant because again it was a teacher's responsibility to not have inappropriate sexual relations with the kid, yet they make exceptions for it. If it's as long as it's a hot teacher and a boy, if it's a any sort of male teacher hot or not, and a young girl or you know somebody who I guess appears feminine uh, it would they would be against it, and of course any uh, homosexual type relationships would also be frowned upon I guess by those same very people no only people that get high fives are are the young boys uh, for doing that but which is you know again more conservative hypocrisy, more conservative ridiculousness um, what else? uh we were uh the whole thing with Fox News like you know the i, I asked Jeff this morning on his Jeff Carrere Hal went over one of his videos um did a response to it and 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 i've called him up and say look cuz he's he's a big election denier he believes the lie he believes that the election was stolen there's no way that that Joe Biden uh won the election for whatever reason that's what he says I said look if if I, if you had if you were granted magical powers if you were given the ability to given the ability to absolutely know every single truth out there you you know every truth you don't necessarily get evidence of it but you know that there is truth you you know what is true you know what is false um so you would then, by definition, know whether or not the uh, the election of 2020 was stolen or not. You would have absolutely no doubt in your mind. You would just know it. And I, I asked him, I was like, if you knew that it was tr- would you continue to push that it was stolen, knowing that if you told people the truth and you told them that you know that it was not stolen that you would probably lose audience now he says that he would have to be morally obligated to do the right thing and to tell the truth about it which is fine and i have to i guess i have to take him at his word at the moment um however the whole thing with the whole this is the whole fox news thing is is dealing around that the people the higher ups at fox news the the administrators, the managers, the the, the you know up to, uh, even up up to the up to the top, every one of them knew that um, the Trump's attorneys were crazy. That they all knew they didn't do that. He, Trump had to even actually paid a guess, retainer for for the woman. Um, he uh, they knew that the claims were false. They knew that that you know they they were saying in private messages that that she was batshit cuckoo there of course i censored the wrong word but whatever um they they knew that it was false and they can and even even if the hosts wanted to perpetuate the idea that um even if the hosts wanted to perpetuate the idea that this was a stolen election and that there were problems with the voting machines and this that or the other even if that was the case um guess what The the higher-ups had the responsibility to say no you cannot put these falsehoods you cannot defame people over our airwaves or over our over over our channels or what have you so and even even the the one case where they got out of it because they admitted that like tucker carlson show admit even rachel Mannow show has that well, we're entertainment we're not a news show in and of themselves but it's a thing like you you can sit there. If, if I was a news person and I'm sitting here and, I, and I'm saying Donald Trump is saying this and Donald Trump is saying that, that, that wouldn't be, if, I, if I'm saying, if I'm reporting, Donald Trump is saying that these, that these voting machines are flawed, that, that they should be seized at this, that, the other, that's one thing. That's not what they did though. They went above and beyond. They went, so far as to actually say that they believe that these things that these bugger machines are false that that uh, they've been continued to perpetuate the lie not just report that other people were saying it and as such that's why a lot of people are saying that this is a strong defamation case but the point here is just that it's just sheer hypocrisy because or not even I don't even know if it's hypocrisy but it's just ridiculousness that they're gonna sit here and say well we knew, we knew, we know it's false, but we know we're going to lose viewership if we tell the truth. So therefore, it's more important for us to to uh, satiate the opinions of our rabid fans than it is for us to report the news properly. And I mean, I, I think Fox potentially screwed here. I don't know how much Fox News is worth. Maybe, maybe the reason they, that Fox sold off the, the Fox. Properties like the entertainment properties to Disney is because they they knew that this lawsuit was coming and as such they figured well we can get some we can use this money that was used to buy off the rights to all of the things of the Fox Entertainment Group and we can use that to shield us when uh, when the uh, Dominion wins their civil lawsuit against us or if they decide to settle the civil lawsuit against us so them so it's it, it just goes that there's just there's what i called the other day when I called into the same radio show, I said that there is just this sheer, just lack of moral consciousness within conservatism. There is, there is a, um, recall election going on in the city of new Orleans, uh, for the mayor, the mayor needs trying to be recalled. Now in order for somebody to get recalled, you need 20% of the active voters. Now, what is an active voter? There was a whole lawsuit over that because the amount of voters in New Orleans was just under like 250,000 in, that's when they started the petition. However, the, they were always claiming that there should be voters removed from the lists because they're inactive, because they hadn't done certain things. They're, they either died or whatever. And I'm all for removing dead people from the rolls. Problem is is that when conservatives cast nets to eliminate voters from the rolls, they usually cast too wide of a net and throw off lots of people who are legitimate voters. So the deal that was made between the Secretary of State and the uh, recall effort was that they're not going to remove the people from the list specifically. However, um, they are going to limit reduce the total amount of voters by like 25,000. So instead of having like 200, 250,000 active voters for the purposes of the, of the recall election, there's going to be 225, which reduces the amount of signatures that this recall election would get uh, by, would need to get by 5,000 enough. And no politician in Louisiana has ever been successfully recalled. Now I've spoken. To, I've, I've tweeted at people who were talking about this recall thing, and I was like, you know, they say that they have enough signatures, but I was like, how many people put on the on the signature thing? Heywood, Heywood Like, how many people you, did put Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck or what have you? How many people put fake names on it? How many how much of the information is wrong? The these uh, this group went ahead and they gathered um, I guess all the information from active voters in the city of New Orleans I think 130,000 voters they found you know the households that had active voters in them they filled out petitions and sent those petitions out to every voter with 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 a regular every household with a voter in it now of course this shock again was hypocritical because they hate pre-filled anything they they won't if if anybody sent a pre-filled ballot or a pre-filled voter registration conservatives would be all over that be pissed off about it but because it's their thing they went ahead and did it and i looked at my pre-filled in ballot my pre-filled in a signature page and it had my birth year wrong now when i i went to go check my record on the secretary of state's website my birth year was correct i was able to find it with my birth year so Somehow in their software system, they screwed up. I'm wondering how many people they screwed up. I'm I'm wondering how many people didn't bother checking that there was an error and just signed it, and then they were like, well, this is not a valid signature because there's something missing here. And I'm wondering how many of those types of ballots or signature lines are there. Also, the people who are running the recall effort, Uh, Made an agreement with the Times Picayune, the local newspaper here in New Orleans, that a local newspaper here in New Orleans, I should say, and they that they would get a copy of every single person who signed the recall petition. I guess so they could go through and do some verification, see if these signatures are valid or not. Um, The uh, recall effort agreed to do this, but as of yet, as far as I know, they've yet to deliver. And so the Times Picayune's like, "Hey, come on, what?" Why are you not giving this? you agree agreed to give us this information. And it's a board, like this information, A, is public record. Uh, and they were like, uh, Jeff was like the other day was like, well, you know, what about retaliation? Like, should, well, retaliation is bad and, and people who retaliate should, should, you know, be punished for those retaliations. However, if they're public records, then it doesn't matter. They should be available to the public. And the Times-Picayune should be able to get what they were, what they received. Now, I think that one of the things is that the recall petition P folks are asking for money to print out the pages. I'm like, uh, don't you have it on file or something you just give them the electric records or what have you? Did you not scan them in or whatever to have a copy? Like what's up? And, uh, so to me, it seems like and the amount of money that they asked for a paper was seems to be, okay, you're, you're just trying to do a money grab now. Is that what you're trying to do? Is that the real purpose of this? Of course, the real purpose of this is just to, if they if they win, they, they defeated LaToya. If they lose, uh, they can just prove that everything was rigged. Either if they fail to get enough signatures, then the whole system is rigged against us. If they fail to win the recall, the whole system is rigged against us. Like... Again, they're just going to claim – they're either going to win or claim it's rigged, which is you can't have fair and honest elections if one side is just going to say, oh, well, either I win or it's rigged, because that's ridiculous. Um, I didn't, Again, I didn't – there are things that Latoya did. I'm, I'm pretty much convinced that Mayor Cantrell um, – is being targeted specifically because of the fact that she did the right thing during COVID. She shut businesses down. Uh, she, she made sure that we were protected as a city. And she, 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 there was a famous thing where she, people kept on asking her a question as to what would be open. And she kept on going, phase two, phase two. Every time everything she answered was phase two because we were in phase two. And as such, with phase two, you had certain things. And most of the people that are involved with this that are visible are not even people who live in New Orleans. I'm wondering how, what, what the funding is like. I don't know if they have to report that funding, but how much of this funding was done from people who live outside Orleans Parish trying to just go after the mayor again because they're mad you know, because of her actions during COVID. Even one of the people who's one of their largest spokespersons is part of this group called Bayou Mama Bears, and these people are focused in St. Tammany Parish, not even in New Orleans. Then one person might work in New Orleans as an attorney, but it, it's, they, 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 they're just obsessed with going after, because you know, one of the other things that they want to do is, again, they want to try and remove people from the voter lists, but they're only targeting New Orleans. They're not targeting ever, all 63 or four Louisiana parishes. Why? Uh, because they don't care about voter rolls in Jefferson Parish. They don't care about the voter rolls in other parishes that are conservative, Black-amans, uh St. Charles, St. Bernard, um, East Baton Rouge, West Baton Rouge, West Baton Rouge, they might care because that also has a large black population in them. But they they want to basically kick people off the voting list, and then they they claim it's going to be because of election integrity. But again, people are going to get kicked off who are not supposed to be kicked off, and then you know they'll they'll be less likely to be able to cast a ballot, and that could affect the upcoming gubernatorial elections this year. So. That's uh, one of the things um, that's one of the things that uh, has been bugging me about this, but, but people called in later and were like, what's well, a shame that we can't get the people from Jefferson to sign. It's a shame that we can't do, I'm like, y'all are basically saying that you would have, if if you could, you would sign illegal petitions uh, to make sure that Latoya Cantrell got kicked out. And that just shows a lack of moral integrity on the part of these conservatives, because they're, they 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 don't they don't care about the 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 means. They don't care if they do illegal means. They, they all they care about is the ends. The ends are justified. The ends justify the ends are the means of them. And that's you know, apparently we're raised wrong. So let's see. <laughs> Go back through the chat. Uh, I'd like to remind right wingers that their new hero is George Santos. Yeah. Um, hey, Cynthia from Texas. Thank you for joining. Love back at you. Oh, I missed something. Let's see. Boo, 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 boo. Fox News hosts are getting off scot-free. How many Jan 6 deaths, injured cops, COVID deaths are they at least partly to blame? Oh, a ton. They're, Fox News hosts are, are to blame for a lot. Donald Trump's to blame. I think Donald Trump's to blame for at least a good third to half of the COVID deaths because his of his actions that caused people to deny science. You know, he yeah, he did kind of push the vaccine a little bit, but... He didn't set up any sort of distribution network. He he opposed masking. He supported people going to these big events, and he killed Herman Cain. And I'm sure there's lots of other people. You know, his downplaying, as he said to Woodward, uh, of, the, of the threat uh, caused many more people to die needlessly than should have. And then, of course, you have January 6th and the attacks and the injured cops and the dead cops, um, who, again, are also harmed because – Fox news helps perpetuate the lie that this was a stolen election when it's not. Uh, if I was Ashley Babbitt's family, I would sue Fox. I don't know what they would sue Fox over. Um, Ashley Babbitt's family is too, too busy trying to make her, make the terrorist into a martyr. Um, see, I like to remind right wingers, the new hero. I just, oh you already said that already. Um, on January 6, 2022, our president, Jeff Mendel, noted in an op-ed that holding the fraudulent electors accountable is crucial to the struggle to preserve the American dollars. Yes, the people who came up there as fraud – well, this is Gibson Media. Holding the fraudulent electors accountable is crucial to the struggle to preserve America. Yes, I agree with you, Gibson Media. Anybody who was a fraudulent elector, i.e. those secondary places of people that they wanted to present to, to – uh, they wanted to present to uh, – the vice president to pence those people should be counted as part of the people in a conspiracy to have a coup to try and overthrow the democracy of the united states of america so i don't maybe that's not what you meant but that's how i'm reading it and that's how i've it's probably not what you meant it probably you probably mean the actual counted electors were fraudulent but i'm saying the people that were set up as the secondary slate of of people who tried to go in and say how we're the real electors when they weren't those people should should be arrested for their part in contributing to not only the the F- acts of January 6th on uh, 2020, but also, you know, incurred, you know, the, the things from before and after. Uh, let's see. Gibson Media, January 26, 2022. MSA, Joy Reid profiled our letter to the Wisconsin Attorney General's call. State laws were broken, and that necessitates enforcement at the state level. What state laws were broken? I mean, ugh. and th- there's always going to be fraud in elections. Like, there's always going to be a little bit. But is it enough to overturn the election and have a new election? No. Th- was the fraud that was any fraud that happened here? And most of the fraud that I've seen that have come out and people have been convicted of like voting twice or voting illegally have all voted for Trump. They're all Republicans. Because every every conservative accusation. And more many conservative accusations, I should say, turn out to be uh, admissions of guilt. So, anywho, yeah, we have twenty concurrent viewers and thirteen likes. What's up with that? Um, Cynthia for Texas, despite nothing to do, surprises me, and that's usually the case for me. Although there are some some times where I will say. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they they still manage to shock me. Um, let's see. No individual gets to serve in elective office in defiance of the people's votes yet in Wisconsin in December 2020. That's a piece. I'm still again. I'm not exactly sure. You might have to email that to me, Gibson Media, if if if, if what you're trying to prove there. Um again i'm not I'm not exactly sure what point you're trying to make. This is just one state. I don't not even get into Pennsylvania well, again, Pennsylvania City fine. one of the problems that conservatives, the conservative ridiculousness is that um, is that the elections uh, Donald Trump was winning going into the night, but then uh, then then Biden started getting as they counted the bigger cities, Biden started taking the lead or whatever. Well, that's the point That's what happens because. You don't have good enough infrastructure in many of these areas. Uh, you had you put more you have more people in the precincts in 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 like black areas, in inner city areas, in areas that are highly blue, uh, and then so it takes longer to to count all the votes. And then, furthermore, you had like was it Roger Stone who who basically said we know that Donald Trump will be leading going into the night, but then Biden will start gaining. So. So let's just let Donald Trump declare victory, even if it's not true, because he'll by declaring victory, he'll uh, he'll 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 put a monkey wrench in the works, so to speak. Like they they it was all planned. Like they planned it from before the election, that what everything that they were going to do to make the election seem illegitimate, because they knew um, this is what I think, and I don't I don't have proof of this, but this is my opinion, is that Trump's internal polling probably showed him losing so they were already so they were already dealing with how do we handle this when we lose simple as that seems plausible right if their internal polling showed them losing they weren't going to say we're losing they're going to they're, they're instead just going to say um we're going to win and there's there's going to be fraud in this election because we believe that there's going to be fraud in this election he laid the seeds that there was going to be fraud in the election. Some would say the summer before. Some would even say he laid the seeds of fraud in elections back when he won in 2016 because he was trying to say that Hillary Clinton got 3 million illegally illegal votes in California. Um, but one of the evidence of proof that that these wackos were used, and I didn't have enough time to chop up this audio, otherwise I would have included it, because earlier today, around Maybe 10:05, 10:10 over on the Ringside Politics show on WGSO. Um, Jeff actually lost his connection, so I ended up debating um, the guests for about a good five, ten minutes before they went to commercial break. And he was like, "Well, you know, it's it's it has to be false because of this, that, and the other." It starts listing off all of the reasons. One of the reasons is because we're opposed to um, audit. that if we oppose an audit, that means we want to support a fraudulent election. And that's not true. You know, just because I oppose an audit doesn't mean I don't think it it should be audited. Uh, I might oppose an audit because I oppose who's doing the auditing. And I I never had the opportunity to get that out because he kept on trying to talk over me um, because this this guy can't have a serious conversation at all. He can't have an honest, legitimate debate. Uh, He'll just then then I, then I got hung up on it. it was like and he would never answer my question. Sure I will answer your question if you give me the opportunity to but again because because we had problems with who was doing like the audit in Arizona. We didn't think that they were there was somebody who wasn't even had no had no they had no experience doing an audit. Why would we want them to do an audit why would why should we trust them as an audit they seemed and they seemed to be there to have the particular goal to disprove the election results instead of proving the election results what they are, regardless of how it turns up. So yeah, I'm going to reject that audit every day since Sunday till Sunday and twice on Sunday, whatever the colloquialism is, whatever, I don't care, whatever it is, I'm going to oppose it. Not because I oppose the audit, but because I oppose, but because I oppose who's doing it because I don't think it's going to be in any way fair or just or, legitimate now and also I might oppose them on us because there's probably there's no reason to because the difference is so much that there's no reason to do the audit Like there are certain legal thresholds that, that cause things happen and yeah sure should we have audits we should have spot audits all the time I would love to have spot audits all the time but they only want to audit where they lose they don't want to audit where they win Let's see boo, 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 boo. Nick, yes, millions of lives were saved in the lockdown absolutely um and one of my three bits that I've done so far with uh, liberal band Shopper City was based off of the idea that we would have so many leftover uh, uh harley Davidsons uh from Sturgis when they had Sturgis during covid uh because they would all bring that virus how they would you they would all go there and then spread the virus amongst each other and then go back home and spread the virus to their friends. Um, It was already shown that uh, Republicans died at a rate of five to one compared to Democrats. Like deaths in red areas were higher than deaths in blue areas. Why? Because the red areas didn't take it seriously. Blue areas did. I'm wondering, I'm wondering how much that's going to affect for future elections. Now, nowadays, you know, we have therapeutics, we have uh, ways to deal with people who do catch COVID regardless of whether or not they're, um, uh they're uh vaccinated or not but then they're still they're, they're still fighting the vaccines too they still hate the vaccines it's terrible oh wes hi i didn't see wes come in hello wes how's it going oh teresa how you doing teresa i'm, I'm scrolling still i'm i'm getting back uh I'm getting back through what people have said um wes uh just to let you know if you if you didn't see it on my nerdydan.com uh youtube channel I won the karaoke contest on the cruise ship uh, last week I actually won it I, was, I did not get it stolen I can't say it was stolen from me because granted the person who sung Tennessee Whiskey against it, who came in just blew it out the water and I wasn't mad that he beat me it was fine that he beat me but I, I did win this one so yay, yay for me um, what a wonderful world <laughs> so it's funny because my son did a project on Louis Armstrong, and he'll try it. And, and like he's like, you know, you do the imitation of Louis Armstrong, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like,
1: <laughs>
0: it's funny. It's a very funny imitation of me doing my imitation. So, oh, the goddess Teresa, yes, the goddess Teresa. Um, yeah, I mean yeah we could we could start taking calls if you want uh 9148034131 9148034131 um just leave your name and just leave in the chat what your area code is and i will uh i haven't missed it already cuz i've been looking up here and my call screen thing is down here um, but yeah you can call in we can talk about stuff let's see uh Yes, did you see the Gates Pew in the Chinese probably? That was amazing that uh, that he was basically saying all the stuff that came from a Chinese propaganda paper, and all of a sudden, and and the guy was like, uh, "I te- what what was the source of that?" And he was like, "This oh that Chinese news." I tend to not believe Chinese propaganda. They was like, oh, "Oh well, that's a good thing." I'm like, "You got egg in your face, hilarious." Um... Yeah, Trump wanted to win in the fifth inning, absolutely. And then remember he was like, Stop counting. You need to stop counting. Why? Why should they stop counting legitimately cast ballots? Just because it took them a while to count. That's the thing, is like you have I've been pushing since two thousand that there should be a paper record, that there should be a paper trail that shows like here, you know, here's here's how this machine voted. You can verify it as a voter, you slide it into the box and say, Okay, these votes we're going along with this one. So you could you could compare, if you wanted to audit a machine, you could pair the electronic votes with the paper ballots in there to make sure that, the, that they match. That would be a good way to audit if machines are tabulating the responses properly. Um, but they want to get rid of electronic voting machines and they probably want to get rid of electronic counters too. So you're going to have paper ballots with people counting paper ballots and they're not going to want to fund the amount of people that you would need to count paper ballots in these big cities. So you're going to then, and they want to reduce the amount of time that's available to vote. So you're going to like basically, okay, well, their ideal is only voting election day, unless you're like infirmed. Um, You only vote on election day and you, uh, and they want to limit the times that people can vote, especially in areas where lots of blue voters are. And then, They're going to complain because, oh, well, now the voting is taking four days to count. Well, yeah, no crap because, you know, a city with millions and millions of people, you you are now requiring the people to count all of that by hand. It doesn't make any sense. And even if you're counting it by hand, who's to say that they're tabulating it right, right? What if they make a mistake in marking down a, a check mark? Like no, it's ridiculous. There's a, there's always going to be the potential of somebody making accounting mistakes, just as there is the potential of somebody having there being a software just as you know people hacking it or you know, and that's not going to happen. Not not enough of it's going to happen. It's not going to solve your problems. Just like voter ID, I have no problem with saying everybody having an ID to vote. Let the federal government hand one out to everybody. Perfect. Wonderful. Now you've taken away the argument from the dumb conservatives who are keep pushing it, even though if you go to the even if, you, if you, even if you go to the Heritage Foundation's website and look at all of the examples of voter fraud for the last 30 years, a scant few of them would have been solved by having a voter ID. Why? Because it usually election fraud is is more than that because there's not enough returns on the risk that you take. I'm take a if I'm going to take a risk of serving like a year in prison because I fake I vote for somebody else or I vote as somebody else or whatever. So I'm gonna, you know, it's not worth it for me to cast one ballot because that one ballot typically is not going to do enough. So there's no, there's no reason to have to, to, to be worried about these voter IDs, but the reason that they worry about it is because they make it a fake issue so that they can push all the other non voter ID topics in the bill. Like, you know, no bottled water being handed out in uh, Atlanta, which is, if you look at the combination of the laws in their entirety, has a racist effect. Um, let's see. The Red Mirage was real, and they knew it, and they lied. Absolutely, kimchi. Um, Republicans' accusation of voter fraud, like Joseph Gable's telling Nazi military propaganda to accuse the others of what they are. Yeah, exactly. They are, they are, the Republicans always are always accusing other people of what they do. Trump already said when the Dems are going to steal the twenty four election, of course he did. And he is going to say the Democrats are going to steal everyone. Why? Because he has to put as little faith in the system as possible, especially if he wants to have another coup. Um, choo, choo, choo. Let's see. I heard the very thing from a mission media pundit it years ago, Dan, about Trump's internal polling and his fraud claims before the election. Really? Huh. I never heard that. So I guess perhaps Perhaps I'm correct in my, uh, whatever, A uh, Cynthia, do, 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 smash that like, do, 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 I don't know what rhymes would like that would fit in the song though. Do, 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 do. Paul showed a chance of victory. He wouldn't have started saying fraud months before the first vote. Exactly. Cause that would hurt him if, if there was, if it was going to be close then why would he say fraud? Because then the fraud could have helped, could mean that he got the fraud and he benefited from it instead of Biden but benefited from it. So the only reason to say fraud is if you think that there's a chance that you're going to get blown out and as such, you need to put the doubt in there ahead of time. Um, he knew he would lose to Joe. That's the perfect call to Zelensky. Yep. Um, do, 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 do. Recently got your fourth COVID vaccination. I, I am two on I am two on four uh, as well. Three Novavax, one. I see I see you caller. Uh three on Novavax, one uh Pfizer. Um I'll probably need another one at some point. My mom sat in a club with Louis Armstrong's ex-wife, who was still Louis' manager in Chicago. Nice. Um my son went to school and he had, a, I had to print him a face. He was doing a, they were doing a museum of black history uh, because they had black history reports and that's why I did a Louis Armstrong report. So I guess he was one of the ones who was picked to put his poster board up. So I, so like the night before, we, oh, you need to give me a mask. So I had to put together, cobble together some mask of Louis Armstrong. And of course I joked around. I was like, why don't we just paint his face black? And then he will look like Louis Armstrong. Ha ha. Of course, I would never do that because that would be stupid. Um, but, yeah, we uh, but we did give him a mask, and they cut the eyes out, and everyone's like, it looks creepy well, because the eyes are cut out. To Bill M., I hope Florida residents are sending in complaints to ban DeSantis' book from schools and libraries. I mean, there is one book that should absolutely be banned from schools and libraries, and this book is very well read. Uh, it's for given out for free in hotel rooms. And it includes information about how uh, some some character in the book uh, lusted after men who's, uh, who were the size of horses and whose emissions were that of donkeys. That's kind of out there material for young children to see. You should remove all of those Bibles from anywhere that a child could see it. Uh, let's see. Teresa, my younger sister will never get vaccinated for the COVID. Says she does not trust the vaccine. My other sister got vaccinated twice. And uh, I scrolled. There we go. And says she is done. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, just like the flu shot. I take the flu shot every year. We'll probably have to take a COVID shot every year at this point. Fine. I'm fine doing both. Just don't do it at the same time because it knocked my wife on her ass. Um, let see. Can QB, the Conservatives will cry about the national database that does it is. Of course they would. That's the reason why I support it. Because I think we should we should just say, fine, we're gonna have a national ID with that that's given by the federal government specifically just to watch them say, No, not that way. Because that's the conservatives like we everybody should do this. No, not not that way. Um Non-vaccinated folks will either help modify the virus by constantly contracting weaker strains or they will benefit remotely from those of us that were vaccinated. Well, that's the point. Those of us who were vaccinated. Enough of us should have been vaccinated as such that would protect those who couldn't get vaccinated. That's the point of it. Um, I mean, I haven't masked much recently. I masked in my friend's car when she picked me up from the, from the cruise terminal. I'm fine with that. I'll mask when everybody wants me to. I'll mask when I'm supposed to. But, you know at this point I'm not masking I'm not the masking zealot as I was back then because back then there was no other ways to protect us. Now we have you know, I, I have several vaccine shots in me. I have uh whatchamacallit. I there are the therapeutics, uh, like Pax Livid or whatever. So my Apple Watch just told me we should stand goal. I've been sitting here since it's all started. My wife has def- definitely has weird circumstances where her Apple Watch tell her that she reaches her goals. Let's leave it at that. All right, What? I, I didn't get to where you were. What's your name, where you're from? Is this Elizabeth? All
1: right, you know, this is Joe no. down here in North Carolina.
0: Oh, it's Joe. Hey, Joe, how's it going? I, I didn't have your thing down on my – uh doesn't save as Joe. I don't know I could, but we'll see. Okay. I don't know if I'll put your name in it. will save. But yeah, anyway, how's it going, Joe? All right.
1: Well, we had a discussion a few weeks ago back, and uh, one of the big issues there that got a little bit heated there was the real issue of the Civil War, and since it's Black History Month, why not throw this out there and straighten out the truth and put the truth you know, out there, the fact and the fact of what the Civil War was actually fought about. And I did send you some information, so I'll just, real quick here, the, you know, the Civil War, and this is from the uh, Congressional Globe here, the Official Proceedings of Congress, which was published by John C. Raves, Washington, D.C., July 26, 1861. The object of the war Just real quick here, Mr. Johnson of Tennessee, I move that the resolution which I introduced yesterday be now taken up and considered by the Senate. The motion was agreed to and the Senate resumed consideration of the following resolutions, which was resolved that the present deplorable civil war has been forced upon uh, the country by the uh, disillusionists, disunionists, excuse me, of the southern states now in revolt against the constitutional government and in arms around the Capitol. Uh, That in the National Emergency Congress, banishing all the feeling of mere passion or resentment will recollect only its duty to the whole country that this war is not prosecuted upon our part in any spirit of oppression, nor for any purpose of conquest or subjugation. Nor for the purpose of overthrowing or interfering with the rights or established institutions of those states, but to defend and maintain the supremacy of the Constitution and all laws made in pursuance uh, uh, thereof, and to preserve the Union with all uh, dignity, equality, and rights of the several states in, unimpa- uh, excuse me, unimpaired. That as soon as these objects are accomplished, the war ought to cease. Now, this goes on with several. It goes on and on and on. But that's just the beginning. That's from Tennessee. Is that the the main objective of the Civil War? There was the the issue of slavery that we teach these the youth today, especially this Black History Month. That slavery, slavery, slavery. The Civil War was fought strictly over slavery. Is totally false. That's not what the war was fought over. So what's the reasoning? Now, if we get to that point and we can kind of agree and say, okay, well, yeah, it was an issue, but it wasn't the main issue, or yes, there were several other issues, if we can at least say that, okay, then why push just a slavery narrative? Why just push that out there in our schools today? What's the agenda behind that?
0: Well, let me just just read this from the South Carolina. You know, South Carolina is the one that fired the first shot. Um, State of Carolina – the state of South Carolina, having resumed her separate and equal place among nations, deems it due herself, the remaining United States of America, and to the nations of the world that she should declare the immediate causes which have led to this act. Uh, an increasing hostility on a part of non-slaveholding states to the institution of slavery has led to a disregard of their obligations, blah, 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 blah. States of Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, whatever, blah, 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 blah. States have enacted laws that either nullify acts of Congress or render useless any attempts to execute them many um, of these, these states, the fugitive is discharged from service slavery claim, and in none of these, the state government has complied with the stipulation made in the Constitution, even though there's no stipulation in the Constitution to, to return slaves. Um, and again, there's a whole bunch of text to hear about all, um, all of them, about, you know, about them being slaveholder states, all about, you know, wanting the whole continuum to the slavery. There's many other states, there are many other articles of the that specifically state that... That the main reason for secession was because of slavery. There's even a Prager University, a very conservative, um, a very conservative uh, website, very conservative, has a video there that explains that the Civil War was fought over slavery, period. So, I mean, you could say, why well, maybe the North, maybe maybe they were being, trying to be political and trying to bring the Union back together, and, and this thing that they signed that doesn't eliminate the Articles of Secession
1: okay but well, but, but you can't look at look at mr uh Breck Breckling Ridge if you look at these if you go back to some of the stuff that I did send you here of um of, of where he addresses the uh, the, uh, the the war itself. And, uh, you know, just his first sentence alone, I think, sir, that this war uh, is prosecuted, prosecuted according to the purposes of a majority of those who are managing the legislation that leads to its prosecution for object of subjugation. And it goes down, just to skip above here, it says that, you know, the object of the war was not for oppression, any purpose of conquest for the purpose okay, well, of subjugation, we, uh, for the purposes Okay. Overthrowing, and, excuse me, hang on just one more second, an institution of those states slavery. The object of the war was not to, you know, and, 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 and it goes on. Now, that was, that was Ohio saying this, and you know, it's just that, the thing of it is, is that there was a big conflict here. What I'm just trying to say is, like I said when I opened up here, is if we can come to common ground here and say, okay, you're right here, and okay, and I say, you're right, Dan, you know, uh, that, that there were issues of slavery here, that well, yeah, obviously there were some issues, okay, let's. but why only the narrative taught today, they pump this through the kids' heads about slavery? you know that, that what, slavery, other do,
0: what other things what other thing do you feel that should be included about the civil war that is not being taught that is is relevant because I mean, I'll, I'll just say this south carolina is the one that started the war because it fired the first shot at fort sumter and south carolina succeeded because of slavery and issues pertaining to the north and how it acted dealing with fugitive slaves and other things pertaining to slavery so what do you think is being left out of of the education
1: I think, well, there's a lot of things that are being left out, but with the Reconstruction Act itself, we should really teach the grounds and basis of the 14th Amendment and what that literally did do to this country. And really what it did do is it just didn't free the uh, the uh, blacks blacks or African Americans of this country. And what it did was it enslaved every single American in this country, because now we all became slaves, because especially when they changed the wording of the uh, 14th with
0: well, the Fourteenth Amendment. Person. If I can cut you off second, the Fourteenth Amendment is 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 separate from the Civil War because the Fourteenth Amendment became.
1: I, I know that's why I said Reconstruction Acts 1871. Yes, that's right. But, but okay.
0: That. But, but that, that's. But that's. That's post-Civil War. Let's talk about what's missing from the teaching of the Civil War. Because let me read this. Well, they never teach about the Reconstruction, re- actually.
1: It, it has a lot to do with the Civil War, and the
0: Reconstruction. I learned Act, about you know, Reconstruction right? in school. I mean, I learned about Reconstruction in school, but let's say Mississippi, in the monumental step which our state has taken in resolving its connection with the government, which we so long formed a part, it is but just that we should declare the prominent reasons which we have induced our course. Our position is thoroughly identified with the institution of slavery the greatest material interest of the world. Its labor supplies the product, which constitutes by far the largest and most important portions of commerce on the earth. These products are peculiar to the climate verging on the tropical regions and by an imperious law of nature, none but the black race can bear exposure to the tropical sun. These products have become necessities of the world, and a blow at slavery is a blow at commerce and civilization. That blow has been long since aimed at the institution and what's the point of reaching its consummation. Well, there was on the answer to your
1: question, The answer your question bluntly, and to really be honest with you, is – why not teach in the schools, you said, issue of, of the Civil War of Slavery, the fact that the kings of Africa, the Northwest African kings of Africa, sold the people, were the ones that orchestrated the slavery and the slave ships to come over here. They rounded up their own people and put them on the boats to make for, put them into the slave, uh, the slave trade around the world. Why is it that taught, and it's not?
0: Why? Okay, but... That fine, I, I would have no problem with that being included in the books. But but why? What part do you think that should be? That should be that, that has that also has nothing to do specifically with the Civil War. If you want to talk well, about global slave ought, trade, yeah. If you want to talk yeah. about global slave trade, sure, we could talk about how there were you know people in Africa who, who you know took their prisoners and or other conquered folks were from the wars that they had and, and shipped them off to the horrible people who thought it was a good idea to own people. But you know, it you don't. Um, there's it, it that argument is a very conservative argument. Just it, not because it has anything to do with race; it has to do with the, the, the conservative belief in supply side economics. Y'all always grasp on it as ideas that it's the fa- that it's the fault of the, that it's that if if you build it, they will come. Instead of saying, okay, well, there's a demand for the thing. Those people would not have been able to sell fellow Africans to the others if people weren't immoral and decided I want to own people. So I'm, bl- I'm Well, well, pick-
1: well that, that's a heck of an excuse, then, or, or a thing to say. Well, if there's no drugs, then we shouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a drug addict. Yeah, you can't say that. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is it's truth. It did happen, but it's not being taught in, uh, that in any way, shape, or form in the history classes across the schools of America. Instead, it's the big, bad white man captured the black guys over there, and the black people huddled them up on a boat and brought them over here. And the founding fathers are big, wicked, bad people with wooden teeth. You know, I mean, they just get, it's, it's, it's that never, that's what we're hearing out there. And then we're ripping down statues and everybody's angry at the founding fathers. You know, this is, it's not being, it's not right, you know?
0: We we, we ripped down, like in New Orleans here, we ripped down statues of three Confederates, uh, the the president of the Confederacy, uh, Robert E. Lee, and P.C. Beauregard in his Confederate uniform on his horse. Yeah, why? Um, What's the purpose of that? What would be the purpose of that, erasing history? well, what was the reason – it's not erasing history, but what was the reason to erect them in the first place? If you look into the reasons to erect them in the first place, um, it, it's because of former Confederates or, or former Confederate supporters or people who, who supported the ideas of the Confederacy still wanted to stick it to uh, black people who they were angry or that they're now free, so they're going to – No, I don't these, think that's the reason why today. No. There's absolutely. That's why they were built. They serve sort of no think, educational think, purpose. There's no educational purpose to having a statue. Sure, there, no, there's
1: honor. Well, what about honor? What about the people of the. Look, they were still war vet. it's a part of the Southern Why should we, heritage. I, I, don't,
0: I don't believe that we should honor Southern veterans. I don't think we should you, honor w- w- people who fought for the Confederacy. Those are, they're traitors. Took that's you. The that's States you. America. But what about
1: the? What, what if? Just say and it's not, I don't have any. But let's just say, what if my grandfather was a uh, a Confederate soldier? And you know what? That's my history. Sure. That why so, I can't be proud of my history and my heritage.
0: If my, I can't be proud if, of that. That's that's almost like you saying, like a German saying, "What if my grandfather served in the, in as an in, in the FS? Why shouldn't I be, be able to be proud of my grandfather's service?" In the military, well, I mean, that's, well, that's what that I'm like, not proud honestly. of the things
1: he did. Maybe let's just say, let's just say I'm not proud. I, I can you're here. I'm putting, I'm pointing out facts here. Here in America, I mean, you're, you're going bouncing off into Germany right now. Let's, I want to stay here in America. I'm, I'm making Look, a, if, I'm
0: making an analogy to show to show how I would believe that that would come off sounding. I mean, if I could trace family roots, and I probably do have some now that my mom found her. You know her kin in her 23andMe or whatever. If 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 it was found that I have blood relatives that going back that fought for the South in the Civil War, I would be I would be like there's I wouldn't want to praise that person. I'd be ashamed to have such a person. You'd be room. ashamed
1: of your forefathers? Of Absolutely. Your, of your foref- of, Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I don't Absolutely. see why you should be ashamed, ashamed of your your family.
0: I'd be ashamed
1: of them. Well, hang on, hang on. Whether it's, whether it's a, a practice today, which we know it's not, it doesn't matter. It shows the evolution of the country has changed, but still it's your history. You should be proud of your heritage and who you are. So that means I'm a white guy, and just because white people owned slaves back in a certain t- time, I no, should be ashamed no, you're of being white. It.
0: No, now your question is no.
1: That's the same.
0: That is the straw man attack on what conservatives call CRT. That was an um, honest
1: question. So, but, I'm white, so do I have to be ashamed of what white people did? I have to be ashamed of what this
0: white... You don't have to be ashamed for being white because white people perpetuated a system of white supremacy for decades and centuries no you don't have to be upset that you don't have to be ashamed at yourself for being white but you should be openly critical of those for doing them for doing so and and it doesn't okay okay, to, okay all right okay north. so
1: therefore then what we just talked about with the north and west african kings if, if black africans in this country could trace their heritage and roots back to those kings then they should be condemning that right and say well sure. i'm ashamed of my ancestors in africa so right why,
0: why is it okay for you to bring up west africa but not okay for me to bring up wait,
1: wait. wait a second no it's the same question you just said a confederate a confederate if my grandfather was a confederate i should be ashamed of that what he had did and and, and denounced that so Therefore, if my grandfather was a Northwest African king, and I'm, a, and I'm an African here in this country, I should do the same thing, right? I should be, a, I should be ashamed of the pandemic, correct?
0: If you, could, if, you, if you could trace back, well, yeah, you should be critical. That doesn't mean you have to be ashamed for being black. But if you could trace – if you, if somebody in America – I highly doubt they would be able to. But if somebody in America who is an African descendant of slavery in America who can go ahead and tra- trade, go back and trace their roots back to – Somebody who was a, a slave, a slave seller in Africa. I don't think that person's going to be like, yeah, I'm sure proud of my of my past. I'm proud that that this former relative They of don't mine know it because nobody looks at just... it
1: that way today. You know what I mean? They're not looking but, at it but, that way. We see we're yeah. talking about a subject that's not there, addressed in the schools today, but yet white guy, but, old white at, he is. I you think know,
0: giving undue weight to the topic because sure, talk about it. Talk about how the institution of slavery took place and what was what, who sold, who bought. Fine. But if you're discussing an American history courses specifically, you know, that should be like a paragraph of the entire history of the of how American history has been in this country. And American history sometimes is gonna make people uncomfortable because we have a history of doing a lot of bad things. Have we done good things? Sure. But so we've also done a lot of bad things and we should be able to teach those bad things without People whining about, oh well, our children are going to feel bad about being Americans because. Well, then that
1: contradict the your argument about ripping down statues? The statue should stay up because it's a part of our history, and if it makes people uncomfortable, too darn bad. It's a history of this, this country, of, you know, part right?
0: Part I part mean, we should not honor it's, Confederates. I don't think we should honor. When I say honor. I said we, we're
1: teaching a part of history. It's a history. It's a, history. It's a statue. It's a piece it piece there it was there. Put up. The, go ahead.
0: You can you can teach people about Robert E. Lee, about Jefferson Davis, about. Pete Beauregard without having statues built to, to them in their honor, because they, they uh, serve no educational purpose. The only purpose they so why know, have is statues of George
1: T. T. Floyd then, or, or any other, or anybody then, if they, if they don't hold any value? You know why have statues of anything? I mean, it well, makes no sense. I'm not saying no we should take
0: statues of American, of, of American, like people who didn't. Become traitors to their country. I'm not saying take down every statue there that exists. That's a straw man that you just presented. I'm saying take down statues to people who openly declared war and fought against the people, you know, who who are American citizens. They were traitors to their country. Every but single again, who picked but up again, a gun against the Amer- United States of America's. United States American soldiers, everybody from the from the first person that fired the shot at Fort Sumter to the last person who fired a shot in the Civil War from the South, but, They're but all not every Confederate.
1: Not, not all the Confederates. And if you go back again, this is where we get back to the facts of what the Civil War was fought about. So the average Confederate soldier did not own any slaves, and they weren't fighting over the issue of slavery. Traverse. So that's, it's,
0: that's it's why. You know, no, if, if, the average Confederate It's the same reason why poor conservative whites vote for Republicans and, and defend the billionaires' rights to, to to not, you know, to not pay their fair taxes because it's, it's because they don't they want to believe that someday they if they might be well off enough where they could own a slave and they don't want to be told by the government that they can't do it even if they're never going to do it they don't want to be told by the federal government that they can't own slaves and so that in and of itself is they're fighting I don't think that is true
1: that's I don't think Absolutely. that's true. I don't think that. I, I, as me being studied, this part, part of I, I'm just sorry, Dan, on that. I gotta disagree with you. I just think that you're wrong on that. And yeah, and studying and actually living here in the South now, no, that's totally not true. I believe southern, southern, southerners that are down here that I've dealt with are proud of their heritage as far as their history goes. You know, and, and they're not all out there saying, "Wow, well, we should have won because I wish I could own a slave one day." No, no, nobody's walking around doing that. There, you no, know, not they, even
0: they, I to say that. <laughs> Not many well, people are going to say that, but but how how much further do you have to go? How much further would we have to go to, to, to backwards in, in time and or, or to be able to undo things? I have I've
1: we I've, can't undo. I've,
0: it. I've seen conservatives say that we should repeal everything from the 13th to the 17th Amendment.
1: I, have, I, I believe that we need to restore our original constitution, restore our republic, because right now we're a district of corporations and this corporate government that you even say now with the corporate you're against corporations obviously uh, has, has is, it, is the ruling class above everyone. this Wall Street, and and we've discussed this issue too. The District of Columbia is the District of Criminals, and this government is 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 just way out of control. Too much overreach. States need to resu- States' rights is what this country was founded upon, and that's what we need to get back to. We really do the government has too much over it 's it's too far reaching over, over broad right now it 's unconstitutional we 're not obeying the Constitution, and we need to get back to the constitution and believe me, and, and everybody can have a seat at the table this time. you know they all you, know, you hear that argument, well you know, women weren 't at the seat, you know this person this group wasn't well this time you can, but let, let's get we've well, we got to get rid of these bankers and who's controlling these bank? I know that. here we go we 're going to get into that. you know whoever it is i don 't care who owns who owns the banks, but the bankers are corrupt. And they've got to be they've got to be audited for starters. Let's audit them. Let's find out both war the both Holy. sides of every war that they funded and see where the money's gone.
0: All right. So here we go. So I will let you talk for enough. I have another caller. I'll okay. put you on hold for a second. Uh let's get to another caller and you can bring up if I want to bring it back, we might bring it back a little bit. But let's let's let Elizabeth uh have her say. Hey Elizabeth, how are you?
2: Hey. Dan, can you hear me all right?
0: I can hear you pur just fine, thank you
2: okay, great um first i don't um I don't like the idea that the that the caller the previous caller was really taking very complex issues and oversimplifying them mm-hmm. um, also you know because the economy is one part of the southern- issues, but uh, the largest part is white fear, they were outnumbered. Um, yeah. by huge you know by by, by blacks at the, uh during slavery and 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 beyond a little bit and and they were afraid, but just let's just think about the the attitude of states of all. It was seventeen ninety one and when we signed the constitution, when we ratified it, seventeen eighty nine we didn't all agree. We had to have unanimous consent to sign the constitution, okay, and that required that we convince a few states that we wanted individual rights against the government that was these 10 amendments that were added okay so from the beginning this has been sort of a struggle between the mercantile or the business class and the whole rest of it i i if that's clear i hope i'm being clear
0: no you're absolutely they, clear absolutely they,
2: okay so and then and then but but every every um excuse was brought up I'm, I'm, I'm going to go forward now a little bit and say the state's rights argument is a load of crap. Right. The original Agreed. doctrine is a load um, and crap. And, and, and I do have family that was Civil War graves. Boy, their pictures are right there in ancestry.com. You know, I'm not proud of that fact. I mean, right. they stood up for what they believed. That's fine, whatever. But whatever they believed was stupid and wrong. And it was treasonous as far as I'm concerned.
0: Right. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what there is to celebrate. If, if if I had, like, again, he brought up Africa, so I can bring up Germany. If I if someone is German, and they want to say, well, I think I should be able to celebrate the culture and history of my grandparents, you know, th- that, that they decided to fight for their country and fight for what they felt was right. No, you're fighting for the freaking genocide of Jews. Like there's there's exactly. nothing to be proud about for being a former SS person for being a not for being a Nazi. There's nothing to be proud about that. There's nothing to be proud about somebody because they took up arms against uh, their fellow American citizens and tried to secede. There, there, there's nothing to be proud of. And we and yeah and you, you know.
2: And before statue, no way. I mean, no, absolutely Why do we need to uh, to put these people in stone? That's the whole idea. When you make a statue, you're putting something in stone. Well, you know what? We don't need that kind of memory of this country in stone. That can be read up in your history book. That you, you know, that you're so. Worry about me not teaching right? Oh, that guy. That that just kind of made me mad and probably other teachers. We teach a lot of things about Africa, African history. Yeah. <laughs> we Here's an. Um, for him to say, "Oh, just someone was stolen. that's also another simplistic. Argument for a very complex issue.
0: Right, and and, and, and monuments built to 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 honor events or people who fought against who either fought against this country or supported the horrible things. Like they've they have no place. Like for example, there's yeah. there there's have Battle of Liberty. The battle, battle of let me, let me, hold on, let me put it. Yeah, it's fine. Battle of Liberty have, Place Monument is is a monument that was in New Orleans. It was one of the monuments that was taken down. Um, it's a stone obelisk. Um, it was uh, commemorating the Battle of Liberty Place in ni- 1874, attempt by the quote Democratic White League paramilitary organizations to take control of the government of Louisiana from Reconstruction era era Republican leadership after disputed election gubernatorial election basically they took over the city for three days uh and these people back then um were white supremacists in in 1891 democratic controlled legislature passed laws that disenfranchised with blah 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 blah, blah. uh the city of New Orleans was erected erected liberty monument to commemorate the uprising of 1874 in the city the monument was prominently placed on the neutral ground of canal street in 1932. um these this monument literally was there to celebrate the fact that there was a uh, the up, there was an uprise in 1874 uh, by white supremacists who, who wanted to re uh, who wanted to uh, support those racist views, and there were people in the in this, this in the discussions over whether or not the uh, monument should be torn down in New Orleans who were also opposing the tearing down of this monument as well and i'm just like really like if there's anyone that we should all agree on it should be this battle of a replacement. place monument. take it down move it away you should not be commemorating uh the thing. and this is not to say now. this is when people on, on the right will be like well should you tear down auschwitz no you shouldn't tear down auschwitz you should leave auschwitz standing as a reminder of what happens but you're not you're not keeping auschwitz as as to commemorate what happened in auschwitz you're keeping auschwitz as to to as something that says this is a bad thing that happened and we can't forget about it.
2: Like,
0: yeah, Yeah, it's two completely different ideas. You you don't build, like, building a new thing. uh,
2: I don't see monuments to Hitler all over the place
0: in Germany. Right. Right.
2: Right? If you want to oversimplify, I can say that. I don't see monuments to Hitler all over the place in Germany. And that would be a good, you know, but at the same time, now you know, I mean, they can have themselves a little Confederate uh, museum paid for by the Confederate Sons or whatever the heck they call themselves. Whatever, right. and make themselves a little museum down there for their little prize thing and go and celebrate it and whatever, really too. But the rest of us, the, the 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 subjecting the rest of us to the absolute horror of and the and the and the the, it, the ongoing issue. We still have. Racism is certainly not dead. It is alive and well. Uh, You know, so anyway, that's what I've got to say. I was, uh, I can hold back right now and let somebody else speak, but I wanted to make sure I, if there's anybody has any um, other question that I can possibly answer, I can honestly say that there were, you know, I've got some information. But, I mean, the slave trades, there were three major ones, the British, the, the Portuguese. And the, and the North American slave trade. And of all right. three of those, we were the cruelest. We were the most, we did not indenture the servants. And these people speaking from these state houses better remember they were built by slaves, those state houses were. So anyway, right. I'll let you go.
0: Well, thank you very much again, so, Elizabeth, for calling in. I always appreciate you. Uh, keep, keep on listening and call back in if you have any other points to make. Uh, I do want to go ahead and talk about, but well, we have the Mississippi articles article of secession right now uh, The hostil- about Mississippi, again, the hostility to this institution commenced before the adoption of the Constitution, feeling increased until 1890 to 20. It deprived the South of more than half of the vast territory acquired from France. Same hostility dismembered Texas and seized upon all territory gained acquired from Mexico. It has grown until it denies the right of property in slaves and refuses protection to that right on the high seas, territories, wherever government in the United States of jurisdiction. It refuses the admission of new slave states into the Union and seeks to extinguish it by confining it within present limits, denying the power of expansion. It tramples the original original equality of the South underfoot. It has been nullified by the fugitive slave law and almost every free state in the Union has utterly broken the compact which our fathers pledged their faith to maintain. It advocates Negro equality socially and politically and promotes insurrection and incendiarism in our midst. Uh, it has enlisted its press and pulpits Schools against us. There we go. This is a good one. Um, it, it, it's a list the press. It's pulpit and schools against us until the whole popular mind of the North is excited and aflame with prejudice. There you go. The Northerners were prejudiced because they wanted to stop slavery. Oh, but, it, but it, that rings true to a lot of what conservatives say now is that the, 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 the press is lying. The, the mean, evil press is talking badly about us. Um, and we can't teach this in school. We can't teach in schools that that black people are equal because, therefore, it's going to be somehow um, problematic, you know, whatever it, is, it has made combinations and formed associations to carry out schemes of emancipation in states wherever else slavery exists. It seeks to not ele- not to elevate or to support the slave, but to destroy his present condition without providing a better, as if they care. It has invaded a state and invested with the honors of martyrdom, which, well, whatever. Um, it has given indubitable evidence of its design to ruin our agriculture, to prostrate our industrial pursuits, and to destroy our social system. So if, just in case you don't want to say that that's not related to slavery, that's related to slavery. Um utter subjugation awaits us in, in the union. If we should consent longer to remain in it, it's not a matter of choice, but of necessity, we must either submit to degradation and to the loss of property worth four billions of money, or we must deceive from the union frame by our fathers to secure this as well as every other species of property for far less causing this, our fathers separated from the crown of England. Um, so yeah, it was all about slavery. There's no reason, There's no reason you could say it's anything about, but slavery. And again, I would, highly encourage you and i would never typically encourage anybody to watch prager university because normally prager university is a bunch of bunk but there's a video from prager university that basically explains why this why the fight was about slavery and only about slavery that is a must-see for everybody again especially conservatives because it's coming from a source that they would typically trust they would typically trust prager university because typically it puts out articles that and videos that tend to be things that are agreed to by conservatives let's see boo, 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 boo. let's see doo 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 doo, doo. Texas abandoned her separate national existence and consented to become one of the Confederate Union to promote her welfare, ensure domestic tranquility, and secure most sustainability, the blessings of peace and liberty to her people. She was received in the Confederacy with her own constitution under the guarantee of the federal constitution and a compact of annexation that she should enjoy these blessings." She was received as the commonwealth holding, maintaining and protecting the institution known as Negro slavery, the servitude of Africans to the, of the African to the white race within her limits, a relation that had existed from the first settlement of her wilderness by the white race, and which her people intended should exist in all future time. Her institution's geographical position established the strongest ties between her and other slave states of the Confederacy. Those ties have been strengthened by association, but what has been the course of the government of the United States and the people and the authorities of non-slaveholding states is their connection with them. The controlling majority of the federal government under various pretenses and disguises has so administered the same to exclude citizens of the southern states un- unless under odious and unconstitutional restrictions, from all of the immense territory owned by common all states of the Pacific Ocean, for the avowed purpose of acquiring a sufficient power and the common government to use it as a means of destroying the institutions of Texas and her sister slave holding states, so again, you can look at many many all of I think every single one of the articles of secession list slavery not just as a cause of secession but the cause of secession, and everything else that's discussed in these ties back into their beliefs that they should have the right to own slaves, that they should have the right to own people. And in some cases, even saying that the white race is um, more, uh, is better than the, than the black race. Like, you can't argue that. So we we're going to argue about the causes to why the southern states seceded from the Union. The only reason is slavery. And why did the Civil War start? Because South Carolina attacked at Fort Sumter. That was the first shot in the Civil War. The war was fought because they wanted to be separate, and I guess they felt the need that they also had to attack in order to be separate. And then as such, the United States federal government constitutionally has the right. Even if you want to say that they did secede successfully, um, the government would then have the power to declare war on whoever felt the need to declare war to, as long as Congress approved it, boom, there you go. You declare war on the southern states for whatever reason. like. If, for example, we had a national divorce, like Marjorie Taylor Greene has discussed, having a national divorce, even though she comes from a, a purple state, if not a blue state, it's a purple state still because there's Democratic senators, but Republican other state officials. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were able to divorce, I live in a red state, and of course, I'm sure after this election is over and once the new governor takes place, I'm sure we're going to have a Republican governor. Um, and i'm sure we'll have a republican controlled legislature and louisiana will go further to crap and uh if this if we had a national divorce and the uh state of louisiana seceded with other states again because they didn't want to be part of the union again um i would still be an american citizen i would have stopped being an american citizen i would uh i, I would not claim citizenship in this new confederacy or as an as a Louisiana as a as a citizen of the nation of Louisiana I would still be, want to be and continue to be counted as an American citizen and I would hope that as an American citizen that the United States government would protect me as an American citizen living in this now seceded land i.e. I would hope that they would protect us from any wrongs or injustices that the, that these new countries would would try and do against us um John Gibson Media, clearly we cannot, uh, or Joe, clearly we cannot talk history because you just won't listen to facts. I'll listen to facts, but you give undue weight to the facts. Well, I'll bring it back on for a second, even though some of my listeners, some of the people in the chat room won't like it. Um, Of course, I listen to facts. And look, I said, you brought the fact that there were African kings or whatever that that sold black people into slavery, that sold African Fellow Africans into slavery to you know American slaveholders, then I'm not going to that. Well, your caller did that. not want
1: to discuss that, but your caller got all uneasy about that fact. Okay, so let's just say I'll concede eighty percent of the argument to your way, but then we'll you would just say, okay, well I'll, I'll I'll agree with you, but your caller didn't. Your caller was quick to jump on me. But they automatically, she was offended that I brought up the fact that Northwest African kings sold their own people. That 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 should not even be talked about. That just you know that that's what I got from her her uh, calling in. So you see, even though even though I'm willing to bend a little bit, you see the people in your chat room are not, you know, and that's the problem with the liberal and conservative argument today out there in this country. Now let's just skip over history, right, and let's go to the policies today. You just mentioned about Louisiana. Oh, well, it's going to go to crap of our our state. Okay, if you get a Republican uh, legislator in there, all right. Well, obviously because you're a Democrat, but are you willing to work with the Republicans and win their majority? See, liberals are not willing to work at all with anything the conservatives have to offer ah, they want yeah, i mean that's sorry. just that's just that's how, well i'm asking you are you willing to work with the republicans if, if or are you already going to believe that the state's going to go to crap because they're in control i mean uh, you know i mean that's what that was that's maybe my question to you
0: okay well let me answer it joe biden uh, it's gonna be a little bit of long of an answer it might be a long of answer okay. so I'll, I'll we're gonna get around joe biden when he ran for the presidency he ran as part of it that he believed that he was the one that was uniquely able to work because he's worked with Mitch McConnell. He's worked with people in the house. He's worked with people in the Senate. He's been in the Senate for, he was in the Senate for a very long time. He felt that he was the only one in the group of Democrats that were running that, and and I'm having some weird background music. So I'm going to mute you for now. And Elizabeth is going to come back on as well. Um, I'm sure to address your point. Uh, But, he ran on a platform of, I want to work together with the Republicans to try and do what is good for, right, for, the, for the American people. It's the Republicans who specifically, since Barack Obama was elected, uh, uh, erected, since Barack Obama was elected president, they immediately had a meeting before he even was inaugurated to say how much, the, how they were going to work to stop anything that Barack Obama wanted. There was no, there's, there's no attempt. By the modern day Republican Party since 2009 to to try and work together with the Democrats. There's there's no attempt whatsoever while the Democrats continuously try and work with the Republicans to get things done. And it's just a fact that you don't want to recognize because it's the Republicans who are the obstructionists it's the Republicans who, if, if, if Matt Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene gave an inch to the Democrats, she would get, they would get skewered by their base and they would probably not win reelection because they would be viewed as traitors. Mitch McConnell is called a rhino because he maybe worked together with uh, Democrats on one or two bills. Like they literally call, put minority leader, Mitch McConnell, a rhino. He's no way. He's like one of the biggest Republicans there are. But he's not, he, they call him a rhino mostly because of the fact that he was critical of Trump's action, despite the fact that he still worked to protect Trump afterwards. The, the Republican Party is the party that's never going to work with the Democrats. Will I, would I work together to try and find compromise and common ground with Republicans? Absolutely, yes. I would try and do it, but I would do so with the back of my head, knowing that it was futile. Because, look, one of the things that I thought was the most, uh, again, I'm I'm always forgetting the word that I want to use here, uh, naive, that Joe Biden was naive when he ran in the 2020 election because he believed that he would be able to work with the modern-day Republican Party on issues to make America better. His belief in that, that, that belief was naive. Because the Republican Party has shown for the last 11, no, 15 years, that it is unwilling to work with the Democrats, period. It's always the Democrats who are bending over backwards and giving up on what they want in order to get something done. So yeah, so you're asking the wrong question. The question you should be asking is, would the Republicans want to work with the Democrats, and clearly the answer is no, uh, because it's the Republicans who are like gerrymandering districts in such ways that make us so of the Democrats even less say. So, and yeah, the D- Democrats have done it in some states, but the Republicans have made it into an art form. It's a horrible art form, but they made it into an art form, and they've managed to manipulate the system in such a way so that they so that they can try and retain power even as minority rule. Anyway, let's get Elizabeth back on here. I'm sure she wants to respond to the comment about uh the African kings and to well, whether or not she was saying and if you were a misinterpreted or not, or you might say something else entirely, so you have the floor.
2: Well, thank you. Can you hear me? Yes, okay, good. um first of all, I wasn't going heavily into the West African argument. I mean, I didn't think you were either, they're... but yeah, I wasn't going to go heavily into the West African argument. In fact, our Africa was being carved up in as much as North America and South and South America were being carved up at that time. There was an Age of Empires. I don't know if you remember that from the seventh grade, but anyway, um, right. whatever his name, I don't know who he is. But anyway, um, but it, the point being is that those are all uh, they're all straw men. They're all out there just to divert from the fact that this is it was a set country was established by mercantilists, by people who wanted to make some money that were loyal to the king the king, christening the taxes back. He abused his power, got syphilis probably, but anyway, abused his power. <laughs> uh, we got but, but I think the plan was even before they came. The plan before they left uh, the homeland was to eventually break off from the king. Um, and they and they did a pretty good job of faking it. Um, but anyhow, that said um, slavery was big business at that time, and this big business interest is what's going to dictate. And modern-day slavery would be, you know, working for crap wages while these CEOs make, eight, you know, five hundred times what their average employee makes. Back when Henry Ford uh, invented the, you know, the whole, in automobile industry, you know, the whole didn't invent it, but you know what I mean. Right. Uh, back when he did all that. You know, he he wanted to make something that his employees could afford to buy, and that and he never did make more than a few times, less than ten times what his average employees made. That has grown exponentially, and over the past forty years, literally an entire generation's been robbed of their wealth um, by trickle down or uh on you and tell you it's raining economics. So, right. I mean, I, we can argue these things, and these are very complex issues, but, but you can't make a, a, a big, broad judgment about me or anybody else or anything else without at least giving some kind of context. And I have have yet to hear some context from this view other than a bunch of, like, gaslighting statements. Uh, no, Nothing of any substance. I'm, I just don't understand what his point is other than spew why we need to marginalize why one group, has a right to marginalize another group. Think of the, it's just, just the human capital that these so-called big businessmen are missing out on by subjugating people. They, they are blowing it in a business, sense because of hate and greed and, and instant gratification. And that, that's it. And they want to cling to the power. They see their power slipping. That's it.
0: Well that's why the Republican and, and Party likes that's why the Republicans and Conservatives love uh the, the, the um the uh, painting of natural gas, because how else are you gonna gaslight so many people without as much natural gas? That's right. Okay,
2: <laughs> well I I just wanted to respond on that and you know, I'll I'll go to toes as you it you know, if he wants to ever. But that's besides the point, you know, intellectually of course. Uh but the point being is that I didn't want that to go unanswered. Thank you for letting me do that uh little, Dan, and I will let you go.
0: Thank you again. Again, you're always welcome to call in. Appreciate it. And I happened to see that there was you calling in, so there you go. So, okay, Gibson, Joe, you, you don't think that people get their facts because you you, you just don't agree with them, but you're, you're thinking that people don't have the right facts. But, like, that's the, one of the things is that you come from, from a place, and I'm not – uh, I'm going to talk for a little bit. If I have time, maybe I'll let you back on. Put some stuff in the chat, though. I'll probably respond to stuff in the chat um, if, if I see it. So mods, be a little lenient, I guess, with jo- with Joe Gibson's uh, stuff to make sure that I can respond to it, even if it seems a little iffy. Um, anyway, so let's hold, roll back to the whole CRT thing. Let's just go back to that. Uh, because you want to talk about facts. You want to, th- you want to talk about people, where do people get their facts. Let's we go back to the whole CRT thing. And first of all, what you call CRT is not actually CRT. CRT is a law school class. It's taught in law schools. It's not something that's ever being taught in elementary schools, like kindergarten, et cetera. It's just not. But you all still call it that. So, But you can't, you can't argue from a place where you're saying that you have the facts if you're not going to call what you're argue what you're mad at, the right thing. If you're going to call something CRT that's not, you're not arguing from a space where there's facts. So, A. Um, then, what I challenged you on, where are these things happening? Like, where are their kindergartners being told that they specifically should be ashamed for being white? You could not have an answer for me. You, you could not present me with any such thing. I have yet to receive an email you from you or a message from you showing where part of the curriculum in a school was to tell kindergartners that they should be ashamed for being white themselves because white people in this country owned the vast majority of slaves and uh, white people in this country Perpetuated a system of white supremacy. Perpetuated things like redlining and Jim Crow laws and everything. Specifically, the white people were responsible for the secession of the several states that seceded from the Union. And as we've read in several of these, several of the articles of secession, uh, it was clearly done because they believed that the white race was superior and that the white and that people in the Southern States should have the absolute right to own slaves as property. If they so wanted to, the billions of dollars of that time worth of property is what they felt that they needed to. And then even afterwards, like, you know, go watch the 1619 project on Hulu. I finally finished watching it. It was amazing. There, it it goes into all of the other things that were done, like how sharecropping was just slavery light because, you know, you had to use like the, the share, we had to, from the money that you got from the share of the crops that you made, you then paid overpriced goods for the, for the stuff that you had to to use to survive. Plus paying off the interest rates, you never got out of debt. So basically you were stuck there. Um, so then again, you have all the other racist institutions again, like redlining, like, you know, we never learned about, I never learned in school about, uh, the bombing of, uh, Tulsa. No one's ever taught that. It should be taught. Why? Because it was an important part of history. You had a vibrant, healthy uh, economy uh, that was called Black Wall Street uh, because you had all of these businesses, they're doing well, and the white people did not like that there were black people who were being successful, so they went in and attacked. And this is a fact. This is what happened. That fact should be taught in schools. If that fact is not taught in schools, you are not teaching the complete history. And teaching that fact in schools doesn't then, doesn't then say, oh, well you as white people should be ashamed of you yourselves because you're white, but we should all know the history that has been done in this country that has perpetuated a system of white supremacy in this country. So let's see. Uh, He put some stuff in. Let's see. Um, Motivated by the work of Manhattan Institute, many of the right allege that CRT-related concepts such as systemic racism and white privilege are infiltrating the curricula of public schools around the country. Okay, so they're alleging such things. So. Just because they're alleging some things doesn't mean that it's true, and, and CRT-related concepts doesn't necessarily mean that it's CRT. But like, if it's like if, a sub, if there's an idea like white privilege, um, what, again, it, it often goes by the idea that conservatives don't understand what the idea of privilege means. Because you talk to a conservative, uh, especially a white conservative, who says, and you talk to them about the idea of of a uh, white privilege, they'll be like, well, where's my privilege? I don't have privilege. I don't see my privilege. Of course, you don't see your privilege because you're blind to it. But privilege is not about individual good. It's not about individual achievements. Privilege is about, on average, what you as the average white person has to do to survive in this country as compared to the average black person. How many obstacles are put in your way? as the average white person compared to the average black person. Uh, Does it mean that, you know, the black person is going to be unsuccessful? You have Oprah Winfrey. Does it mean that the white person is automatically going to be successful? You might suck at life and not be able to do anything right. But that doesn't mean, that means, but it still means that that person who is a white person is going to have less obstacles on average. You might have obstacles, you might be able to look at another black person and say, see, I had more obstacles than this black person. That doesn't mean that it, it doesn't it doesn't mean that the idea of privilege is somehow false. But the idea of privilege is always misrepresented by conservatives because they don't want to discuss it honestly, because they don't want to discuss the concept as it's being presented. They want to present the straw man topic of what they think that it means or what they want it to mean so that they can attack it so they don't have to confront the systems that exist in our society that are meant to make 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 people be subjugated or be disenfranchised or be marginalized or whatever. Um, you had cases where, like, it, it, like sometimes it's just so frustrating trying to explain it all simply because of the fact that I'm always you're always getting kickbacks or pushback from Republicans and conservatives who just don't want to deal with the idea that, yeah, maybe there are some things in our society where, you know, white people and black people are treated differently on and Maybe we should change that. Same thing for gender, same thing for, um, size, like thin privilege versus being overweight. Same thing for being, um, different ethnicities or what have you it used to be that, um, way back in the day, Itali- Italians were not viewed as being um, as good as other white people. But because they can, they look white. They eventually got incorporated into the whole. Hey, you're white, cool. Welcome to the club. Um, and, and, and so the idea that we shouldn't be discussing systemic racism in public schools. Now, I'm not going to say that now I don't believe in kindergarten. They're going into systemic racism and white privilege. You know, maybe in high school, they might be discussing these. Now, there was the AP course that was in Florida that was an optional course that wasn't required to be taken, but that you could take if you so wanted to, that DeSantis had a cry about because it wanted to talk about things that are all, all things that are part of uh, the black community, even certain segments that Ron DeSantis is uh uncomfortable with by the way i do think there should be a drag queen called Rhonda santis and i think that would be awesome um should follow governor DeSantis everywhere he goes just to you know make him uncomfortable because you know apparently you know even though we've had people dressing up a drag for for decades and it's never been a problem now all of a sudden it's a problem um side note anyway there's nothing wrong with discussing systemic racism in like high school because there are systems of systemic racism and just because we discuss that there are systems of systemic racism, again, it doesn't mean that we're trying to attack white people. Because again, a system of white supremacy doesn't like we live in a system of white supremacy. That does not make me a white supremacist because I'm white. And that's maybe the disconnect that I think a lot of conservatives have is that by 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 calling out white supremacy, that we are somehow calling all white people racist, and that's not the case. And Unfortunately, there's a lot of, you know, Donald Trump said he loved the poorly educated. There's a lot of reasons for that. There's because there are people who lack critical thinking skills. I'm not saying that this is you, Joe, uh, but I'm saying there's a lot of conservatives who do lack the critical thinking skills to be able to understand that. Or who, or who can be man- easily manipulated into believing that if, if I say that there's a system of white supremacy in this country, that, and, and the conservative goes, will see liberal Dan is saying that all, all white people are racist because are all white people are white supremacists because we live in a white supremacist country, then they'll be like, oh, well, it sounds right. So I'm going to hate liberal Dan now because he's doing that. No, I'm not saying that at all. It's just another straw man argument, um, that is presented as a way that, so that, so that people don't have to confront the realities that people face in this country. And we should be confronting The systems of oppression, the system, the people that marginalization that takes place still to this day in this country, because they don't want to because the worst thing that the worst thing that can happen to to anybody, according to the eyes of uh, uh, conservative, many conservatives, is that you're called a racist or that they perceive that you're calling them a racist. Like they don't even want to. You know, even if they if they did something that might have supported something that might have harmed, been harmful to black people in the past, they don't want to ever admit, admit that it was wrong because then they have to admit that somehow they did something that was bad. I've done bad in the past. I've, I've, I'll admit that I've done bad in the past. I'm always trying to make myself be better. I'm Always trying to better myself, and it's always always about self improvement. But um, so like, for example, you bring up the you bring up the bottle of water law in Mississippi and part of SB 202 and i Mississippi in Georgia SB 202 uh, that basically denied the ability of people to hand out anybody to hand out water to anybody waiting in line and we'll say well that's racist and you'll be like well what's racist about water and you, you won't look at the issue more deeply or allow the issue to be looked at more deeply because you have to take it in as a whole again you, in the state of Georgia, the areas that are more densely populated and have longer lines are areas that have dense black populations. So if you live in a dense black population area, you're going to have a longer line to vote. So if you have a longer line to vote and it's Georgia and it's hot, you might get thirsty or dehydrated more quickly. So it might behoove you to be able to get some water. So if I, Joe Blow, so I live in Georgia, and my wife's waiting in line to vote, and it's very hot, and she calls me. It's like, hey, honey, can you bring me a bottle of water? I can't do that because it's illegal in Georgia now. But the purpose is that and any the other things is to make voting more uncomfortable in places where they want voting to be uncomfortable is the areas where black people live. They want less black turnout. They want less Democratic turnout, because that's that's the only way they can win elections is by suppressing Democratic votes and in black state states that often means suppressing black people voting because 90 to 95% of black people vote for Democrats. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. And conservatives don't want to deal with that either. Um, Conservative politicians don't want to deal with that either. Um, But, you know, again, they'll be like, well, again, they, they don't want to look at how the laws intertwine and the effects the law. So because so in and of itself, the words on the page, you can't hand out water are not in and of themselves racist, but they work to perpetuate a system. They add to the system that is already in, in existence in Georgia to make it harder for black people to vote to make it more uncomfortable for black people to vote. And then there are the other things that happened in Georgia, like you know a whole apartment building was basically listed under the wrong zip code you know, because of a clerical error, and people were being denied the right to cast a regular ballot, not a provisional ballot, simply because of the fact that they messed up. And they, put, they were telling these people who were living in this like, old age home, or home, I think a lot of elderly people lived in this apartment building, and they were they were telling them they had to go down, vote all the way down there when their legitimate correct precinct was one right next to there, right, right close up next to them. And this is one of the things that the 1619 Project talks about. I mean, if you really want to listen, if you really want to understand the struggles of black people in this country, you will watch that whole series if you have Hulu. Or you'll get a free trial of Hulu and binge it. And you might not agree with anything of it, but you should at least try and watch it simply because and I'm not being paid by the people who did the 1619 project whatsoever. Trust me, I'm not. Um, I wish I was, but I'm not. Simply speaking, you, I can only do so much as a white person to describe the struggles that are happening of black people. I can use my privilege to help amplify what black people are saying about their problems in society, but I think it means more when it comes from a black person simply because of the fact that they are living through it. Like, I can tell you the story about how Nimbus Yosh, the host of most of the smooth sounds of the Brooklyn podcast, I can talk about how he's been pulled over in Gretna, Louisiana three times for playing a stupid game on his phone. One of the times he was pulled over, the police officer was in front of him, coming down the road this way, and he was coming this way. Woo! Put the light on. They pull over. He gave him a ticket for having a rear ta- tail light that was out. He didn't see his rear tail light. All he saw was a black driver in, in the city of Gretna. And there's actually a, a video about policing Gretna and how policing in Gretna is very racist. And again, it's a, it's it's more the system of oppression in this country specifically that needs to be fixed. And. You know, we might not even have to say the words systemic racism or white privilege. We could talk about the things that cause those things. We could, talk about, we could talk about how, for years, Black people have dealt with discrimination and marginalization. There are people whose grandparents were, are, are alive today who still got hoses turned on them by the police. There are people who remember not being able to sit in the front of the bus. That was a funny story. I, I, would, I would take the bus to public. My high school would use public busing instead of private busing to get people back, back and forth to school. And I sat in the back of the bus all the time and they're like, wait a second, why are you in the back of the bus? And we would laugh about it because it's funny. And I'm such a person that you can laugh about it. I'm not going to be upset about it. Um, the, Ms Peter Paddywhack. Um, P-dubs I, I finally get P-dubs being tiny I'm a white girl when I was taught about Slavery in grade school my response was I'm glad we don't do that anymore I was not ashamed Again that's good but unfortunately There are people who are perpetuating The idea that if you do that you are like You know Governor DeSantis um, Driver's license is a privilege Let's see I'm not average Unorthodox Ah, I Scanned all the way down darn it uh, I missed a bunch of things. Let's see. Let's see if I can go back up. Jeff, I've been pulled over, but I outran the cops more. Nice. There was one time where I thought I thought that a police officer was potentially going to be pulling me over. Um, whatever whatever the police, the police, I thought the police might have been coming to pull me over. So I got off the interstate and then I kind of drove around for a minute or two. And then I got back on the interstate and then the police officer pulled somebody else over and I saw him like do a double take and he was like, that's, I didn't get the right person. Then there was another time where I'm driving down the lakefront of New Orleans and usually I'm from Maryland where if you're going to get a ticket, Bree! they put under the siren, they follow you, they pull you over, you give you a ticket. So I'm coming down the lakefront and all of a sudden I see this police officer and he does this at me. So I'm like, I and I walk and I drive by later on I realized he might have been trying to pull me over I'm hoping he got a good laugh at the fact that I just waved back and went on my merry way because why would I stop why would I think that you're telling me to stop if you're doing nothing other than this anyway um gives the Gibson media whatever one thinks of these ideas they're hardly settled facts on the same epistemic plane as heliocentrism, natural selection or even climate change okay but but here's the thing I, I, I'm going to I'll turn that back on you Joe is that you have you, you claim things are happening but don't provide the evidence that they are so it's so so if it's not if you can't even tell me that it's a fact that it's happening then why should I believe it we, what we can do is we can show examples of You know, from slavery to Jim Crow to to sharecropping and Jim Crow redlining the attack on Black Wall Street. We can show all of these historical acts where not only did um, individual white people seek to punish black people just for being black or discriminate against whatever, but the entire states, entire municipalities, entire governments sought to continue to discriminate against black people. Keep them from voting. grandfather clauses. How many people know that grandfather clause, the idea of a grandfather clause is basically says, if your grandfather can vote, you can vote. Well, that even though the 13th, 13th, 15th, 15th 15th amendment, 15th amendment, I think, or 16th, which one, 15th or 16th, whichever one gave black people suffrage. the grandfather, even though that was passed, they used the grandfather clauses as a way to prevent black people from voting. They also did, you know, literacy tests and uh, um, poll taxes or whatever, which is one of the reasons why I disagreed with the North Carolina law that would have charged five dollars for an ID, because specifically um, you're not allowed to charge poll tax. So if, if you're requiring a, a payment for a for a voting ID if you don't have a driver's license. Then guess what? That's poll tax because you're now requiring a payment to vote. You might say, "Oh, that's just five bucks." Doesn't matter. The Constitution does again, just as I talked about John Roberts earlier when John Roberts said that he, you know, was worried about the cost of what. It doesn't matter what the cost is. Matter. Can the president do the act, or can the president not do the act? The, The prohibition is a poll tax. So if there's a poll, it doesn't matter if it's a penny or a dollar or five dollars or a hundred dollars. You cannot charge people to vote. That should include the charge to get an ID. In Louisiana, you can get a free identification card if you don't have a driver's license, so you can vote. That's why I'm not opposed to the Louisiana voter ID law. Simple as that. Uh, let's see. P-Dubs because right-wing media made scary story to freak mothers on groups out um let's see scroll down if my child stole or my uncle killed I'm not it's not my shame but it is my debt to change it exactly that's one of the things I didn't want to say earlier and you thank you for reminding me of that Elizabeth because I didn't want to say that while it is well if I can sit here and say that we have a system of white supremacy in this country based off of facts and then inferences you can make off of those facts because you're allowed to make inferences off of facts um and so I'm not going to tell somebody that they should be ashamed for being white just while we live in a system of white supremacy I will be critical of people who refuse to see the systems of white supremacy in this country and who who either and who fight against the abolition of those systems those people I'll be critical of not because they're white but because they're choosing to maintain the system of white supremacy, at that point, at, the, at that point you start becoming a white supremacist. Now if you're actually advocating for white supremacy, then you are a white supremacist. Um, but if you if go to vote in, in a way that maintains the privileges that white people have, that maintains the system of disenfranchisement in this country, that has been passed along generational generation to black people, then guess what, you are supporting white supremacy, and I would hope that you would want to change it. But unfortunately, you say those things to many conservatives, and many conservatives get all taken aback. Like they they you, they think you're being accusi- accusational, and when they become accusi- when you, they're accused of something, their immediate idea is to is to retract and to to reject what's being spoken of, and to not want to participate in any sort of discussion and fight back because how dare you accuse them of Of something bad even when you're not accusing them of something bad you're just saying that the society is is promoting these bad things and maybe we should work together to stop it um see another thing about it i don't remember much about the civil war and slavery being taught to us in school in the 80s and 90s until i got to high school i had one teacher who taught us about it um i went to a parochial jewish day school um, from first to eighth grade and we did learn about you know rosa parks martin luther king um, we would have somebody who would always give the Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King speech. Um, so there's that. Uh, now we're a Jewish school, so we're all white, so whatever. But we learned about, and this is in a Jewish school, so we're both we're learning about like Jew, Jewish studies too, like learning about the Torah, learning about um, living life as a Jewish person, while also learning about math, science, reading, whatever. Then plus also learning about history, and then in that history we did learn about because there's, there's, there's tight there's a tight coupling there of between Jewish people and black people in this country and the struggles that a lot of lot of the shared struggles that we've had there's a lot of disparate struggles that we've had, but there's a lot of shared struggles as well a lot of times that black people and white people have worked together to help each other, like for example when um, or when black people and Jewish people work together I should say um, a lot of the People who were scientists in Germany who couldn't find jobs uh, in America were given jobs by H, H, HBCUs. Sorry, I was forgetting the algorithm, the anagram. Duh. Frank, I'm forgetting the word of that, too, and it's getting too late. Um, so anyway... Um, yeah, they were. They would give those people jobs as professors at the Indian universities to help them escape Nazi Germany. There were white people who stood right there behind Martin Luther King, fighting for. Them. I think I, I want to say that the civil rights workers of the civil rights workers that were killed in Philadelphia, Mississippi. I think at least one of them was Jewish. Maybe all of them were. I don't know, but I mean, I think at least one of them was. I don't. I can't say for certain that it was um, all three, but again, there, there there's a lot of there's there's still a lot of stuff that's sore, sorely lacking in this country when it comes because even though even though all, all the stuff I did learn about, I didn't know about redlining till way after high school. I didn't learn about the attack on Tulsa and, and the attack on Black Wall Street till way after high school. There are a lot of things that I was never taught, and I don't know if that's because there just wasn't enough time to teach it, but they should have had time to teach some of it. I mean. The idea that they wouldn't limit, give loans to people in certain neighborhoods that were demarked by red lines, I mean, that that's thats, a, that's another one of many systems of oppression that exist. Uh, Alaraja laughed at me, but I don't remember why. I don't remember what I said at that point to make you laugh, so you'll have to let me know, I guess, later on in the chat what it was that made you laugh. Um 3 so I cannot, do not and cannot tolerate racism, violence, and abuse against people and animals. It sickens me it depresses me, too. Me, too. Also depresses myself, as well. Um, Martha Floyd was her name. She almost lost her job for showing us a the movie American History X. Um Gives me that. Students classroom exposure to left-wing ideological causes raises the question of its attitudinal effect. Are students who report receiving such instruction more woke than those who do not? I'm not exactly sure what you're saying there. Um... Are students who report receiving such instruction more woke than those who do not? I mean, what do you mean by woke? That's the first thing. Let me bring you, let me bring, I I know everyone's going to moan, but let me bring Joe back on um, just to answer this one question. What's, define woke to me, to me. Oh, he hung up. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, was that just perfect timing did you not attend or do you just not want to answer the question because that's one of the things that's one of the other i think strawmen that are like the definition of woke is basically somebody who understands that there are systems of oppression in this country that and who want to fight against them um so to me that that we that that white supremacy exists should it be a left-wing ideological concept. It should be just something that is understood that this is something that still exists, and it should, like, it, it should be taught about. Like, why is why is it left-wing to teach about that? That's that that maybe that's a that's that's a view of right-wing, or 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 a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That is a um, criticism for lack of a better word of modern day conservatism that these ideas of fighting for equality, ending marginalization and oppression, trying to look at the root causes as to why these things still exist today. That, that's left wing. Is that saying that the right wing wants to bury their head in the sand? Is that an admission that the right wing wants to, um, wants to, Maintain those systems? Like, to me that that's what it sounds like. Let's see Egg Off Twitter. Ronda Sanders is power hungry and fear that Southern white folk have some serious guilt. Let's see Vincent Owens, more good than bad in America, just need to get them all to vote. Um just don't be best. <laughs> yes, be best. Um, cultural witness is lost when we don't embrace our similarities and differences and learn and exchange ideas. Yes. Um, so let's see. St- Gibson Media says students see white people as ultimately responsible for the creation and persistence of racial inequality. And this is why it's... Okay. So here's the thing that this is, this is the problem that that conservatives seem to have with, with teaching of this. And I, I think it's based on a falsehood based on a false idea that just because you teach people that the people who were responsible for these atrocities were white, it doesn't mean that all white people are responsible for the atrocities. Again, it, it, it's a failure in logic that, that is needs to be rectified within a lot of conservative thought these days that just because you say just because you bring up that it was white people doing the majority of this stuff. I mean, are we going to deny that everybody who signed the Articles of Secession of every one of these states uh, was was not white? Do we ignore that? Why should we ignore that? Why should we ignore that, that the people in the South were fighting to maintain a system of white supremacy within their borders? Why should we not bring that up? Like, if somebody is taught that this was something that was done by white people, like, why would then, I don't understand why that would cause somebody to feel upset for being white, why they would feel guilt for being white, the idea of white guilt is a racist idea why because the idea is usually but well you only feel the way you feel that way is because you only voted for barack obama someone told me once you only voted for barack obama because of white guilt i'm like no i voted for barack obama because of the people of mccain and romney i thought barack obama would be a better president and the idea that it's it could only be because of my white guilt and not because i felt he was the most qualified with the best ideas that idea in and of itself is racist because you're, you're telling me that, that, that there was no reason for me to vote for him other than me feeling guilty for being white. I mean, there are plenty of black people I'm sure I wouldn't vote for for president. Like, you know, well, Herman Cain was still alive. Herman Cain, uh, if he ran, if he got the nom- If he ended up getting the nomination in 2016, I would not have voted for Herman Cain. It had nothing to do with my, his race. It it's everything to do with his policies. Same thing with Obama. I mean, it's a cool- was it nice that we actually finally elected somebody um who was black in this country as president? Absolutely. It was a great great big step. But I wouldn't have done it just for anybody. I would have, the person would have had to have been qualified in and of itself. Just I mean, in that election I was voting John Edwards until he turned out to be a kook and horrible person. Um but um like it was funny in that election, he had Barack Obama speaking, and he was like, um, "There's three. Uh, there's, you have three people in this election. You have me, a black man. You have Hillary Clinton, a woman, and then you have John. And John was like, he was like, 'What the hell? Why can't I catch a break?' Well, because. But again, if he would have had, if John Edwards would have had better, uh, better, better." Uh, Policies and would have stood out better. Maybe he had a chance to win, and then maybe he would, if he wouldn't have been a horrible person, then he would have had a chance to win. But unfortunately, he ended up being horrible. All right, who's this? It's me. Hello. How are
3: you doing, Danny?
0: I'm yeah. doing great. I figured it was you. Wanted wanted to bring you on for a second. Um, but yeah, are you proud of me that I won the karaoke contest?
3: I think you're wonderful. You already know that. <laughs> but anyway, when I what I called about was mostly about cultures and even vocabulary, because when I was a when I was a kid, I was not supposed to say "cool,"
0: you know. That? And
3: that? It, it was I don't know some sort of an <laughs> appropriation from the black culture or something, you know. It was just something that they tried to train out of us. Or you weren't, you know, same way with woke. It comes out of an African-American culture and saying that, you know, there are some woke white people. Stand where they come from. Right. And But jazz and rock and roll and even all the way back, you know, for the appropriation of black music into... Um, into classical music was so so looked down upon, you know. They're they're just using somebody else's songs to you know to mix it up a little and saying, oh, this is American music when it was
0: really um, mostly European music. Still, well, it's interesting though because it's interesting to bring up. Uh, there was another episode on the 1619 project on Hulu that was discussing um, music and how how black music has progressed through the ages or whatever and how people have been appropriated. And it's interesting because there's, there's people who appropriated, who who, use, who did things and used other people's uh, works and not giving them credit and, and, and profiting off of the work of black people, which is what appropriation is. and But then there are other people, like yeah. Beatles, for example, like Smokey Robinson, I had an interview about the Beatles and they sung, um, they they sung, Beatles sung a lot of songs out of Motown. As Smokey Robinson was like, we would not have been as successful yeah. as we were had it not been for, for the Beatles. But that's because the Beatles would give credit. I mean, they made money, but they would also give credit. They would basically say, Hey, this, go listen to these people because this is this is their music that we're singing. So most of the time, um, you know
3: about He's So Fine and My Sweet Lord.
0: Uh huh
3: yeah same song. There is no way to get around it
0: right but
3: who has the most money is the is the one who who pays yep. but irving berlin and um George Gershwin were wonderful people at bringing just enough of that african American into a kind of a western Western country culture type of thing. And they were the first to mix it up and they weren't not even black. They weren't, you know, they were Jewish
0: guys. Yeah. Well, the funny thing, there was a funny story about Irving Berlin. I might've said this before where I was watching Jeopardy one time and there was a question I was like, this person had a number one hit in the in, in these decades, like five decades. And I was like, I don't know who is Irving Berlin. And the person I was dating at the time was like, who the hell is Irving Berlin? And then they came around and they gave the answer. And the question, the answer was Irving Berlin. And she looked at me like I was ridiculous. Cause how would I know that? How, how could I possibly guess that? But it, it was just a, um, educated guess and thinking who, who has been a composer. Cause they said, what composer who was a composer who would potentially be around for all of those decades. Another interesting thing I learned, um, the other day, um, Burt Bacharach passed away and I sang, uh, saying one of the songs that there was like an 80s song that was that was pr- produced in, and pr- produced by him. Um, I forget the one off the top of my head, and that's the one I did in karaoke before the cruise. Um, but I was looking up songs to potentially do in karaoke because a lot of times when somebody passes away who's involved in music, I like to try and sing one of their songs. Um, turns out that Burke Baccarat worked on projects with like Notorious B.I.G. I was like, I would have never known that if it, not, if, if it would have been, yeah. for I, I would have no idea that that Burt at worked with Notorious B.I.G. Um, but again, Wes, Good thank you for calling is... in. Yep. I appreciate you a lot. Have a have a, some more stuff Some more stuff I want to get to in the chat before I end the show, and um, we've been going a while on. We might still do a three-hour show. We might make it three hours, but love you, Wes. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you a lot. Back Wes, at you, of, Danny. Thank you so much. Wes, one of the Liberal Dan Radio patrons, one of the people who has bought me a cider, Patreon at LiberalDan.com or go to LiberalDan.com and click the Buy Me a Cider button. Um, let's see. Talking about Bill Maher. Maher, he defines woke as identity politics, which he sees as different from the liberal ideology of striving to be colorblind society. Race does not matter, which is two interesting points on that. First of all, I've gotten sick of Bill Maher because there's there's been a lot of times where where he has act, acted like a boomer. Um, he's trying to be... Joe Rogan light sometimes, I think, because he wants to be different. I don't know. Um, but the problem is it used to be this idea that we should be colorblind. That used to be the idea. Uh, the idea was colorblindness. But the problem with colorblindness is that if we blind ourselves to the color of, of people's skin and what black people have to deal with from day to day, you are never going to solve the problems that oppressed minorities deal with. So... That, that's a problem with being colorblind. So it's, so nowadays, liberal ideology is not necessarily that we should strive to be colorblind, but that we should recognize the fact that we have, um, there are some societal differences in this country that, that make it so that people who are not white have disadvantages on average. Um, John Deff, every time I hear a Mark quote, I realize again, why do not let me... Look, I used to watch Bill Maher like, religiously. I used to watch him religiously, but then he started just getting jumped the sharky sometimes. I mean, I used to watch Polit- Politically Incorrect. Then I watched Real Times. I watched a bunch of his stuff. And I think he's jumped the shark at this point, Um unfortunately. Um, to Daily News, the 1619 Project is an academic project, so have a what Daily News? first of all hey daily news um i 1619 projects an autopsy it's from the kid was, well, i'm just talking about the 1619 project hulu series that I, that I recommend that people watch because it goes through over historical things that you may or may not have known and Yes, it's, it's the 1619 Project documentary on Hulu is, is from the same people that brought you the 1619 Project that was from the New York Times or whatever. And, of course, Donald Trump talked poorly about it because he wanted the, 17, I wanted the 1776 Project. I think we should talk about everything great in this country. But then again, it's because Donald Trump likes to whitewash things. He likes to downplay things. He likes to sugarcoat everything. He doesn't want to talk about the negative. He's a perfect – he's he's a he's big spinmeister. I won't say perfect, but um, <laughs> Cynthia – MTG and the horse walking into the bar bartender asks why the long face is. Hilarious. <laughs> um, Jeff Curry, I thought of another joke that won't offend. Okay. Uh, oh, it's, I scrolled too far. Damn it. I hate when that happens. Um, all right here we go. Uh, let's see, trying to scroll down. Woke is another label used by the right child. Well, I mean, there are, there are less people, John, who do use the word woke and who use the word, I've actually used the word overly woke sometimes because like there was a comedian one time who talked about, um, how his, how his, uh, grandfather or his father was like, saw, had to see racism in everything, um, Again, because there, there's lots of things where racism is. You don't have to manufacture it. But his grandfather would be like, "Why wow, the green olive's in the jar and the black olives are in the can. So that that's the kind of thing I mean by overly woke, that some people just, you know, it's like the people who try and claim that, you know, like if, if there are people who have had arguments with who happen to be women online where I've corrected them because they're wrong and they oh, you're mansplaining. No, I'm not mansplaining. You're wrong. It's not mansplaining to correct you. If you make an incorrect statement and I correct you, it's not mansplaining. Let's see. Can you can be the black singers could not get their songs played in the majority of radio stations, whatever if the white singers did the same song it would get played. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think that's what happened with Elvis. Elvis did that a little bit too, and I don't know how much Elvis credited there, but the thing about I guess the good thing about the Beatles was that they did um they did give the credit and smoky like, people like smoky robinson again were like yeah it's we we if it wasn't for the beatles we probably wouldn't have been as successful as we were um to respect went out the window with trump must like rasputin generals and such um i think it went out before trump i think it went out with obama i think and 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 then one of the funny thing is like obama you know Obama was the racist president, they'll say, or whatever, because he divided the nation on race. No, it's not Obama that divided the nation on race. Obama was elected, and the racists came out and were angry that he got elected and started dividing the country on race more than it had been, because it always has been divided on race since its inception. It's just the degree of that division, which has fluctuated from time to time. Um do, 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 do. patty subtle things and euphemisms financial with does any third grader can say uh you are yeah um assorted colorblindness on the left that's not assorted colorblind daily news it's 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 the fact that left wants people to understand now the left wants people to say look people should not be treated differently based on the color of their skin but they currently do and as such we can't afford to be colorblind because if you're colorblind and you don't see color then you're not gonna you're not gonna take the time to understand and see what the people of persons of color are dealing with. Um, did you? Mar did some crap movie about cannibal women back in the eighties. Yeah, I, I've I've seen that. I've seen some of the Bill Mar movies. They typically suck. Um, Daily news. You think I would steer you wrong? I mean, I'll check it out if you want me to um hulu is hollywood well i mean holly it's disney i guess disney is in anaheim um <laughs> or orlando um i'll, I'll take a look see but whatever um see, when when bill Maher mentioned colorblind it made me cringe marney's knocked the dust that's been collecting on a smoking jacket because his antiqueness is showing that's pretty much why i call him a boomer um I don't know if I, you'd steer me wrong, but you might, you know, you might give me a a, a source that might be a little biased, so to speak. Um, apparently the only color that holds sway is green these days, S. Murdoch. Yeah, I think it's Murdoch with an H, maybe. But yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier, is that Murdoch was willing to just... He knew, he believed that the election was not stolen, that yet he still allowed the idea that the election was still on the air on his airwaves because he didn't want to lose viewers. That's why he fired the person, Fox News fired the person that called that was in charge of the call for Arizona because he thought that that would be a, a uh, olive branch to the Trumpers who ran away from Fox News that night because they were the first to call Arizona for, for, uh, for Biden. It's crazy. Real Bill P overslept again. Well, sleep is important. You can always rewatch later. (laughs) <laughs> let's put it on in the background give me some time let's see Follow politics my whole life never had to know some district congressperson from some state I'll never visit appreciate their position get to work for your constituents right um, did I watch the Bill Maher and Jake Tapper interview I don't think so um, liberal.radio.gmail.com if you want to forward that to me if you have a link readily available uh, Bill Maher has found a sort of incel moderate niche. Yeah. Kinda like again, he's like kinda like the opposite of of um whatchamacallit. Um ah, The guy I said his name before and now I'm blanking on the freaking name. Um, hey Julie. Thank you for coming back. Um appreciate you. Uh let's see. West drifted off for a minute after Hal. I missed Hal by like two minutes. I think Hal's stream stopped two minutes before I, I logged on to YouTube or whatever. Um, what the heck is everyone typing Bill Maher and is it inadvertently typing my name? That's hilarious that Bill Maher highlights your name. That's crazy. I'm, I'm not seeing it because of... No, not Milo, Jam Chaser. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is who I was thinking. He, he's basically like the other side of the coin of joe rogan joe rogan's a more conservative who's trying to play that little niche i don't think bill mars trying to play that same sort of niche argument from the other side um so <laughs> you just did it to yourself that's kind of kinky there bill um i don't, I don't know if you want to know about what you're doing to yourself oh my um let's see boom And bring that up. Yes, Wes did very good. Hey, Andrea, thank you for joining us as well. Appreciate you. Um, do want to go ahead? And since it's the first of the month, I do want to go ahead and go through and give thanks before the. I mean, I'm not saying the show is not ending now. We might still have things to talk about, but I do want to give thanks uh, to the people who are currently contributing, supporting the show, as I'd like to do. Uh, You have Robert Reynolds, Wes, Bill P, Jolie, Aaron, um, Boy Chris, uh, Cesar from California, and Deminox, the first Liberal Dan Radio patron. And, of course, you have Julie Swenson, the first Liberal Dan Radio producer as well. So thank you all for supporting the show. Obviously, thank everybody for, uh, for subscribing. For those who haven't subscribed, if you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure to do so. Um i still want to do my an episode of uh the the mini cast i haven't done that in a while i uh, do want to get that together i want to um i really want to have more people you know send a message to the anchor podcast uh i think it's was it anchor com let me let me see if that works real quick i think it's minicast.liberaldan.com. com com yeah if you go to minicast it brings you to the Liberal Dan anchor page and you can leave me a voice message um, and one of the one of the shows I wanted to do with this is um, I could just copy and paste the main link into it as well without the shortcut one of the things I wanted to do with this was that I wanted to um, I wanted to um, talk about like th- what you as a kid thought what 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 would mean success to you like not like having millions of dollars or whatever, but what things would you own or have that would say i've I've reached where I wanted to be as a kid like not like not like dream job necessarily like not oh, I became a baseball player or whatever but like something that you might have in your house that, you know, either you, you, you wanted in your house but never had as a kid or something that you wanted to be able to do as a kid that you were never able to do that you said as an adult, I'm going to do be able to do this, and that's going to make me successful. And so I, want, I want to hear like maybe two or three of those things that you might have done. You can either uh, – you can email me, liberaldanradio You could I would rather the anchor message because that way you can leave – of, you have your voice clip that I can respond to. I can play, um, or if you're if you're a Patreon, if you're a patron already, you can go ahead and send me a message on Patreon as well. Um, let's see, boop, 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 boop. trying to see with the L. rogan plus the first of controversy the same way. Marr has had to apologize several times over the years after saying something inflammatory. I really don't like how you know Maher Bill Mars really starts getting into like anti-Muslim stuff. like go back the extremist like Jordan Peterson types on like being anti-Muslim simply because there are a group of Muslims that are terrorists. And so they're like, oh, well, what if 5% are? So so much of the world is Muslims. That's a lot of people. But yeah, but still, it doesn't mean you blame all Muslims. You, you blame the people who are terrorists. And right now in this country, I'm more concerned about white American terrorists than I am about Muslim terrorists because I think we're doing a good job stopping Muslim terrorists from running this country. They haven't had an attack for a while now, um, but there's been attacks by domestic terrorists, and the only one we took out was Ashley Babbitt, aka Terrorist Barbie. Um, so, anywho, that that's what it be. Um, just to kind of wrap up, I guess I guess nothing really new in the chat, but basically just to wrap up, you know, I think probably won't be missing a show for a little bit. I think my next cruise is in April, but that's Thursday to Sunday or Thursday to Monday morning. So because of that, I won't have to, I won't have to miss anything liberal Dan radio wise. I might have to miss some nerdy dance stuff. Uh, thank you, Patty. Wack for coming in. I'm very I was going to Patty Wack sent me some good news. I don't know if you want to talk about it publicly or not, but I got some good news from Patty Wack on my email. I appreciate the fact that, you know, that that's good. I'm glad I'm glad you got the good news you needed to have. Um, Daily news. I wish it was as great like our President Trump. Uh, that's a very low bar there, Daily News. Um, how is the missus doing? Is there any good news about the Misses Daily News? Because uh, I haven't seen anything about how she's been since the accident. Um, and what else? Also going to say. So while I'm waiting for Daily News's response on that. Um, we have, again, not sure when how it's coming on. I'm, I'm not really going to push it at this point. He wants to come on. He can come on. If he does and he doesn't. It's all good. I still support a show. I, you know, i still, I'm still, uh, both a Patreon of him and a subscriber on YouTube and occasionally a subscriber on Twitch with my free Amazon Prime account. Remember, if you have a, a free Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe to my nerdydan.com channel for no additional cost. You just have to renew it every month. And that would be awesome if y'all would, some of y'all would do that. If you're not already, I don't want to steal Hal's, but if you're not already doing it for Hal, you can do it for me. Um, Twitch.tv slash NerdyDan, D-O-T-C-O-M, NerdyDan.com. Um, streams typically take place on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's when a lot of things drop game-wise. Um, there may be next Thursday where I don't, I might have a friend coming to town. As such, I might not be able to do it the next Thursday, but I'll know more about that the closer it gets. I will be on Twitch live tomorrow um from the uh on the second I should be doing that on the seventh as well see real good P, I I would love to go never going never got on a cruise ship uh cruise I was on a ship during the Falklands War. we were hit with uh anti ship missile Oi, that's not good um it's, I'm very glad to hear Daily News that your that your better half is do is doing great. That is excellent to hear. I, I was I was worried that it, you know, from what it sounded like that it might be worse than it might be worse or, or might be a situation that could have gotten bad. So if you're doing better, I'm very glad to hear that. Um. Anyway, so again, so Tuesdays and Thursdays are normally when I go to Twitch and do some gaming. I also have a liberal day in radio. Twitch account as well. If if if, uh, if if that starts getting enough, maybe I'll go ahead and uh, start simul ta- simul simulcast streaming. I just would rather try, I, I would rather focus on this as well. Um, but it's liberal day and radio on Twitch. I'd rather get this to a thousand before worrying about trying to get other platforms. I don't want to focus on on too many things and lose any e- effort I have in one. Um, but yeah. You know, one of the things I've done, like I I think I followed somebody's YouTube channel yesterday, and I followed their YouTube channel with all five of my YouTube channels. So uh, if you have, uh, let's see, still can't walk but has a great attitude. Well, I'm glad to hear that she has a great attitude. Um, Let's see. The other thing, what was I going to say? I forget what I was going to say. Yeah, it's okay that you missed it, Andrew. We we did have enough people watching to to maintain my numbers up on on the nerdydan.com. Um, then of course, one of the numbers was my Liberal Dane Radio <laughs> account, watching myself. So it's interesting how you can manipulate those numbers a little bit to get the minimum that you need to do in order to get it done. Um, but we've got it done, and, and, and you know, Aaron and Jolie come regularly. Aaron is one of my subs over there as well. Appreciate you, as always, for that. Um which Twitch made it easier to see all of your active subs, uh, or maybe there is a way I'm just not seeing it yet. Maybe maybe one of the tools that's available. But anyway, um, so I guess that's pretty much it for this week's show. Uh, let's go ahead and find the ending. I d- again, I did want to have maybe I'll maybe I'll chop up that audio that was from today because there was a point today again during Jeff uh, during Jeff Carrera's show that he lost his. Uh, he lost his uh, phone call or whatever; his signal dropped, and as such, me and him had to go and start and start debating without a moderator, which was amusing. So, uh, you can see it on WGSO.com on the Ringside Politics Show for March first. Uh, it's about ten o'clock, so you don't have to listen to the whole thing. It's about ten, ten fifteen, between ten and ten fifteen. Uh, you're staying until dance is adios. Well, I just said adios, but I'm not really saying adios yet. But we'll go ahead and. We're going to go ahead and end the show now. This is, again, the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. We will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here on YouTube. Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube, also on blogtalkradio.com, uh, slash Liberal Dan. And if you want to uh, support the show, patreon.com, slash Liberal Dan. Uh, buy me a slider, send me some Venmo, all that good stuff. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv, slash And... That's it. I'll I'll be live on Twitch tomorrow as well. Thursday. Until next time. This is Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the West. That's right.